yeah. I'm not a human, but a mutant. Don't instigate cast of a crazy deviant. And a renegade statue. Concocting various plans to eliminate rappers. Influence my surroundings. Can manipulate matter. I'm a dangerous being. A truly amazing to see. Calculated, serene. Ready to throw flames in your dreams. Better hope your clothes are fire retarded. Why is that? Cause you're giving a shit. It's not exactly my hired department. Ready to cause chaos like siblings beating. Deadlock, headshot. It's a pristine achievement. One attacking. Why? Shout it fell into pieces Bitch, I keep shit moving like it's telekinesis Now watch closely as my bars turn pyroclastic A psychograph that I'll make your life go black Just forget it I'm chill and rock the dirtiest of songs While I slide outside and start flirting with your moms It's all good, That I faded out, y'all can parade around dropping the same decaying sound. The greatest now before your waist ever came about. So break it down, step in the ring and never make it out. I've never stopped, only releasing enough to tease your ears. Get an notebook and a pen, make sure you keep it near. See it clear or reflect as I slam your face to make the mirror. So focus, I hate everything that I achieved this year. Are you a moody punch? What was I not rude enough? Well, let my flows remind you that your worthless music sucks. Y'all just follow the latest trendy sounds like a groovy slut. Really what I'm saying is close your mouths and fucking glue shut My mind's right now, I'm focusing on drone attack I feel at home in fact, then I'll let you keep that dome intact An infernal furnace slip, which means there's no more holding back Carbon die, so in your faces, you stupid fuckers should notice that make sure that levels are sounding a little bit nicer this time around for the show. <clears throat> it's Casper with uh, my beautiful wife Morgan here tonight. Uh, she might be on a part of the show. Uh, maybe more we will see what her uh, agenda <laughs> is needed. Yeah, if, that, if you want to call it an agenda, it's basically... your more or less just sporadic list of things to do. Uh, the ever-growing list. That's why we moved to California in the first place, so that I could just be stressed all the time and rush around. But isn't that the way that they all are here? No. Rushing around to wait and do nothing? So, yeah, I guess that, I mean, they rush to get somewhere and then they're chill when they get there. Yeah. I, I don't know. The rationale of this Fucking snake sometimes. It's a little weird. 
But people are nicer overall. It's it's coming from a Chicagoan or coming from someone from the Midwest. It's a little. It throws you off at first because the Midwest mentality is, "Why are you being so nice to me?" Yeah, yeah. I I instantly like people walk by and they're like, "Hey, how you? You know, just hi." What the fuck? What do you you want? Yeah. And just it's nothing bad against Californians. It's not like we're knocking them. It just still freaks me out when people are just overly nice like today uh, yeah yeah I, it, it is a little you, you don't know how to again from when you're out in chicago you can walk through the whole fucking city and nobody will bat an eye or look at you unless it's some crazy bum or somebody trying to sell you some shit otherwise it, you just get nothing more than uh you know just cold shoulders Chicago, but out here it's fucking. You walk down the street and you might have a couple people that are actually talk smile to you. At you or say hi or just just being pleasant, and it's it's it is refreshing, you know. And it's just kind of the the Chicago mentality to hesitate, get just question question the niceness, militant a little bit, like almost up in arms and at guard right away. Like, what do you what do you want? Why why the fuck are you bothering me? Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, and it's it's really hard to just remind yourself that it's not. I, I, I really need to just talk to some more Californians. I, I, my my access has been a little limited. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's been a fun couple of days. Do you want to say that? Uh, we won't really go into details, but let's just say that you know, little ups and downs. And, Headaches and so forth, such as the life, I guess. Right? Um, so, Growing up sucks. Yeah. I'm just gonna say that much. So, getting into news, uh, you know, this, this shit's still going on. The whole Ukraine protesting, fucking riots, and all sorts of crazy shit going it's on a out there. revolution that looks like a post-apocalyptic it's, it's, yeah. war going it's, on over it, there. It turned into, like, pure anarchy for a while, uh, where they're using trucks to, like, blockade, and but cops are, like, just worn out, and they're getting overwhelmed, which was, I guess, part of the, you know, the, the craziness uh, that protesters were overwhelming the defense forces and actually... Uh, we're getting into multiple buildings and either seizing them or burning them the fuck down. Uh, government offices <laughs> and shit. I mean, and uh, it got to the point where I think they even got one of the main buildings. That out. Oh, and it, you know, here's here's well, let me let me continue here real quick. But Putin, I guess, offered help to he helped clean up and restore the peace. Uh, but I guess, really, when he says restore peace, it's kind of, you know, keep the peace going at that point. Um, if Ukraine can get their shit together and get a, find a resolution. Because uh, Russia, Putin pretty much thinks that it's wrong move for outside interference to, to get involved. I mean, as for much something as like that. everyone has a problem with Russia, at least Putin knows his place. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of, hey, they're their own country. We'll, we'll help them out a little bit when, when the time comes, but be a fucking... Be, you got to grow up now and, and act like a fucking country and take care of your shit, just like America sometimes, huh? That's a little sad, isn't it? Um, no, it's what America should be doing instead of sticking... America is the bad teenager in, 
in the age of countries. We're in no. that. No, no, no. Yeah, well, we're the bad teenager in that extent. But the way I look at America is uh, we pretty much are like that, that douchey gym coach in high school. You know, there's usually always that one This is a little way too fucking serious. Like, I had one, you know... The, the guy had sunglasses, and, and the, my, my friends back home, if they hear this shit, they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. But he had the lines across his forehead, so he had the, the whole, like, reverse raccoon thing going on, and he was blonde on top of it. Um, so it almost looked like his eyebrows, like, kind of extended to his ears. It, not really, but... Uh, Anyway, he, it was some of these guys that always took themselves too serious. It's like the over overly active gym coach, and then he has to like jump over and oh, good. Uh, you're not doing that right. You know, you gotta you gotta make sure you follow through. Shut up. That's that's really the way I see it. They're just the overzealous gym coach, you know, and then trying to go in and and, and talk some morale into them. And hey, well, you know, if you do this, it'd be better for you. That, that's really all it is. It's a, fuck. No, I mean, like, honestly, for me, America is the teenager that thinks that they know everything, thinks that no one else's opinion matters, thinks that they need to butt in and put... Honestly, that's the thing that makes me think of that. And literally and figuratively, America's age in comparison to the rest of the countries that have their shit together and know how to act like adults, full-grown countries know better than to stick their nose into everyone else's business. Europe, England was doing that back in the Middle Ages, and they finally settled down and realized that they should just focus on themselves. Yes, there's the European Union and everything else, but in general, some of the older countries tend to just back off. Well, regardless of America at the moment, uh, after I actually was writing all this stuff down and, you know, getting all this, this gathering news and shit like that, uh, another news article popped up that said that there's supposedly a truce going on, that or that you know it's in order at this moment uh, in in the Ukraine from uh, like the militant groups. Uh, obviously, Putin is also saying that you know the extremist groups are whether the problem you need to get rid of them and then we can help you guys out or something. Uh, but anyway. Uh, I don't know. There's been some sort of a truce, and supposedly there's peace for the moment. Uh, who knows how long that will last? Because uh, it sounds like they want whoever the fuck is in office out, and them saying pause is not really going to fix the problem. But what we were also referring to just a, a couple minutes ago was uh, the... Uh, there's other countries that are doing this right now. Venezuela is actually another one that's that's currently uh, they're they're dealing with their own civil unrest and protesting. And there's already been I think like five deaths out there. And so it's it's happening all over. And you know they're getting tired of the you know, socialist mentalities and all sorts of shit. There's just a lot of uprising going on, and it makes everybody think too. Uh, if it's shit's happening in other countries. You know, how long until it starts to happen in places, you know, here, or the UK, or other places, you know, where, I think the UK's a little more relaxed, but out here, I mean, with everybody who's up in arms about, you know, everything that, that that's happened from, uh, them trying to revoke guns, and, uh, fuck, I mean, you name it, the NSA, the, the drone spying, you know, uh, Benghazi, all of it. People are getting fed up, and they're tired of getting lied to. It's kind of a question of when is it going to start happening here. 
because um, it always looks like, you know, it's just, it kind of teeters on that. And I think there's a lot of things that are, obviously, there's so many factors that are in play, but if the government doesn't start getting shit together, that's what it sounds like it would turn out to be. Although, how, how, for how long have those extremists on one side been bunkering down oh, and getting ready for the fall of anarchy? And how many of those guys literally have wasted their lives hiding in the woods, waiting for Y2K for to come? Yeah. I mean, there literally has been stories about guys that just, like, just disappeared into the wilderness and finally came back finding out that the world didn't end. Yeah. I'm they sure that guy's the, kicking himself. Well, you didn't know that the world ended. You had to double check. Like, I think you would have heard a couple booms from time to time. Probably took himself far enough away <laughs> from everything. Ah, well. Uh, here's a really stupid story. This one's kind of funny to me. Uh, in Utah, a woman bought 500 and... $65 worth of shirts because they were offensive. I'm not joking. Waste she she bought money. 500 it was I think priced out to about $565 worth of shirts because the, it was a Pacific Sun or Pac Sun store that uh, had some shirts on display with scantily as it as it's quoted in the article they were scantily clad not scantily clad scantily you could say scantily. that too scantily dressed women in provocative poses <laughs> um, and you know I'm sure with the the, the nut cases that are out there uh, re- with the religion and the Mormons and those oh yeah the Mormons uh, but yeah she she Snapped, I guess, and I guess there's been a few people that went to the store and complained about it, and the, the, the store manager's like, it's the company, I can't do anything about it, I just take it down when the promo ends. <laughs> I have no control over this. But we he didn't, so she bought Miley the shirts. Cyrus shit. She bought all the shirts, hold on, and then, uh, now, more or less, the whole plan is, she's going to wait, because there's a 60-day return policy. So she's going to return those shirts after the promotion ends, and return all of those shirts back there before on the 59th day before the 60th day return policy, just to, to kind of pass along a big fuck you to the company. You know, like, but I guess there's been no response from the company regarding this yet. Or, but it's one store. I'm it, sure they're selling those stores everywhere. But honestly, I I know I feel for that manager that had to deal with that when we started selling those Miley Cyrus God. fucking tanks or whatever those things were. As a history for anybody who may not know us that, that decides to tune into the show, we both were uh, store managers at a spirit at, at separate Spirit Halloween stores. Um, and and if you guys, if anybody's been into those, they had a display last year which was all about uh, the retarded um, Miley Cyrus costume that she wore during the, the MTV movie VMA or VMAs or whatever the fuck it was. They're all the same shit now, but uh, yeah, you know, it, she it, it always and there were people that bought them. They, they sold out. I, I did sell one to a gay guy though, so it made my day. Yeah. All I can imagine was him rocking out in that that large, the, the only large one that we ever got. And I was more than happy to sell it to some gay guy. The last thing I wanted to do was to give it to any girls that could possibly ruin their self, whatever self-image they had already built up. Uh, well, yeah, so we're, I, I mean... 
like, okay, Cole, you kind of tried to make a point. You know, you overzealous soccer mom. Fucking. You really get tired of these people being on their fucking high horses about stupid shit. Like, I, I understand, you know, if it was like. If it was some naked chick showing, you know, with her legs spread, just, you know, showing her fucking snatch to the, you know, on the shirt or whatever, yeah, I can understand being upset about that. But if it's like some girl in, in a bikini or something that's bent over showing her ass, so fucking what? Like, bitch, you could go to a fucking pool and see the same shit. And, you know, I mean, because it's on a shirt, all of a sudden it's 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 bad news or it's, it's offensive to you. Honestly, I understand, you know, people have the, their their things that they, they just can't stand and so forth. But really, there's so many other fucking important things to be worried about than what the fuck is on a goddamn t-shirt. Uh, it's just more ways for people to be overly fucking politically correct or uh, just overly sensitive regarding this these stupid ass things I mean like if I walk if I had my, like, there were some of my shirts like t-shirt hell shirts that were hanging up in a fucking window I could understand the reaction I could understand people being offended by that you know I mean but when it's just a, a, a girl, that's not naked, you know, there's, that, that's, that's not how it sounds, that there was nothing naked about it, it was just provocative poses, so fucking what? We are was also she fingering in- herself on the fucking shirt? <laughs> I mean, no, Th- then what, what the fuck, what, she didn't pull her top down in the shirt, right, or what, she got her hand near her tit, that makes it a big deal? fucking stupid. I was just about to spout off, we're living in the day and age where breastfeeding is such a huge issue right now. Like, again, again, and we're just talking about the human figure and what can and cannot be seen. You live in any other country besides America, which is absolutely one of the prudest countries ever. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. When we can watch violence on television day in and day out and be completely fine with that, whether it's a gunshot, etc., etc., but... The human body is so offensive that literally you have to... It, it's censored to the point. I mean, you go to Germany, you watch commercials, and there's boobs. Like, straight, uncensored, legit sure, boobs yeah. right on, on TV. I'm sure Frankie would just be pig heaven right now. But <laughs> in America, there You'd are so be the type people. of dude that would be in a fucking like, TV store or something and would just see the commercial pop up and just... Stop. in his pants and just yeah. blah, 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 right away <laughs> and it's that's fun. that's an American mentality though I mean literally it's it's guys are it, the naked body becomes this like almost taboo thing in American society where it's you know you have to get excited because you know you never see boobs all over the place which I, I just I, I find ridiculous I mean like I don't think that everyone needs to be a exhibitionist and show everything off, but I do think that the American mentality is absolutely too prude. It is at times. I don't disagree. I mean, like, I always, we've had this argument regarding just the, the kind of go off on the, the, the funny side of things. If, if anybody's ever gone to, you know, like a, uh, like one of the bigger gyms or something like that, like out in Illinois, it was, uh, what the fuck was the big one out there again? <clears throat> We never went to the gym. I never went to it, but uh, I actually, I have been there a couple times. But anyway, it was this really, you know, nice one. You have to pay, like, a, you know, the, the big, big fee. fee and, and I know blah, blah, blah. there's they're everywhere, but um, 
the one thing I always hated is like if you wanted to go in the pool or something like that and you know, take a swim, uh, or you know even change to to put basketball shorts on and play ball or whatever the fuck it was. You have to go into the the fucking locker room, and there's usually always some. I most of the time it's old motherfuckers with every just butt ass naked walking around like it ain't nothing. And me personally, I don't want to see anybody's anybody's shit for that matter. As far you know, I don't want to see any guys fucking you know mixture, uh, you know, dangling around. It's like, dude, just fucking throw on a goddamn pair of shorts and, you know, I, I don't know. And I know other people don't get bothered by it. That's it. Me personally, like, I'm prude like that. Obviously, I don't get up. If a guy was walking around with just, like, his underwear on, I probably wouldn't even be as, as like, you know, offended or not offended, but just irritated about it. But, you know, the fact that, obviously... You gotta take your stuff off, you know, you gotta fucking take your shoes off and everything, and you're, you know, if you sit down on the bench and you gotta hope to God that some prick doesn't try walking by you literally with his dick practically waving in your face. It's, it's, it's just like very just, I don't know, I, I always end up going in there with clenched fists, like ready to just hit somebody. It's like, hey, keep your shit away from me. Um, I don't know, it's a personal thing, I guess. I, I just don't want to be around other naked guys. I don't. I, I, like, you know, it's it. not even naked guys. Like guys, junk. I'm sorry. It's it's not an attractive thing to have swinging in your face. And <laughs> I don't care especially who you with are. like some of these these people. You know, like the, the very odd, random shapes of just people in general. Their general body shapes. That's not something I want to see. As far as you know. But then, there, you what's just don't what's look. hanging in between? I, I don't. I don't want to know. You just don't look. I try not to, but unfortunately, you can't fucking. You try to look around, and you just see oh, there's a naked dude. What the fuck? It's not that you it's try to. You don't that, stare at their the, cock, that's, that's you know. The but thing is, like in other countries, it's not distracting anymore. It's because not. It's no longer. It's yet. You see one dick. You're gonna. You're gonna see him. And that's the mentality that I find so funny with Americans is that it, it is such a big deal. That's the argument. Yeah. And well, that's something that no one can really argue with because it, it, I'm not saying that everyone's comfortable with seeing nudity. They just don't make a big deal out of it. And I, I agree. I just, like I said, I have my, my limit. But, again, there's just certain things. It's just, eh, I don't want to see it. But... Here's another fun one. Uh, a couple of the sandwiches, or whatever the fuck you want to call them, uh, from Hot Pockets have been recalled. Really? Because they are unfit for human consumption. Oh, fantastic. The meat is, actually. Uh, imagine that, the Hot Pocket that has is bad meat. unfit for human consumption. They were getting the meat from, uh, it was a... Uh, uh, like a Philly cheesesteak and a cheese something. Or, you know, that, those were the main ones that were, I guess, had it. But for me, it's like that just makes me go, I don't want to fucking eat any of them ever. I Again. never have. I never, I've never eaten a Hot Pocket. I fucking... What? I never have. How have you never eaten a Hot Pocket? I guess I had enough pride not to. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> and everyone who has sadly eaten that icy, you know. icy internal magma external ridiculous, there's, there's no safe way of microwaving those things, everybody has eaten a Hot Pocket. But they were getting... Uh, yeah, I was going to actually touch on that too. Jim Jim Gaffigan's relevance to this is, is prime. Um... If you haven't heard that bit, 
uh, from the comedian Jeff or Jim or Jim Gaffigan. You really need to check that out. It is definitely entertaining as hell to hear him just just trash the hell out of Hot Pockets and you know, how you feel almost like you're white trash when you get them. Uh, but yeah, this is they were getting their meat from this place. I, I'm sure it's probably from around here or somewhere in, in the southwest. Uh, is uh, this this place called Rancho Feeding is where they were processing all these animals, and they were processing diseased and unsound animals. Gross. Like great. So who knows what what kind of uh, deteriorated fucking you know cow meat. You were sticking in your face. Oh, I didn't eat those. I ate the pepperoni ones. So it's it's more pig than cow that I would be deteriorated. I don't know. I, oh, once again, be a bad Jew. Well, I, I honestly, I, I don't even know how the fuck those have lasted as long as they have as far as the hot pockets. If you really think about it, I, I don't, I don't. I guess for me, well, let's take what it like a pastry and. Let's just fucking stuff a whole bunch of sauce and meat into this fucking it's, it's thing. It's a sad stromboli. Ugh, That's really what it is. Disgusting. It's a very sad stromboli. I always looked at it. I was like, I, why would I eat that? Like, it's a hot pocket? Is it, when it sounds like it's something that's attached to your fucking pants, it doesn't make me want to eat. A, I'm sorry. You don't name a food a pocket. <laughs> it just sounds retarded. Even if it is kind of the meaning of it, it's still just... I don't know. I, it's just wrong connotation. I mean, uh, so uh, here's another fun one. Um, Homeland Security is throwing up all these flags right now all over uh, to airlines saying that um, there's a possible threat of uh, shoe bombs coming from overseas flights. Is this more scare tactics, or are they actually trying to be legit this time? Um, are they actually trying to be preventative this time? Or is this just an opportunity for more people, now foreign people, to be very harassed. tightly harassed when it comes to any sort of transportation, especially to America? You know, the way to just kind of make their lives a little more difficult like they do the rest of us. Because obviously they already look at most of the general public as terrorists, so uh, let's go with the foreigners too now. Let's make sure that all those those motherfuckers get the same treatment. Unless you have a lot of money, then you get the, the, the easy pass, you know, without paying for a fucking thing. Free rides, practically. Basically. Fucking assholes. Um... <clears throat> The, uh, the other one that we actually just watched a little bit on, uh, the now famous Russian punk band protest group, uh, the fe- they're feminists, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Pussy Riot uh, are been having all sorts of problems in Sochi since they got there. Uh, well, they've just been having all sorts of problems in general. They gave themselves too much publicity, so now everybody knows what to look for. But they got into Sochi, and almost not too long after they arrived, they or two of them, I think, were were incarcerated. Were thrown were thrown in jail uh, because of a possible connection to a theft case. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about the story, but, I mean, it almost sounds sketchy. It's just like, you know, well, you try to tie them because you know that you're going to have to fucking, like, you're trying to keep them quiet, so they just pull the fucking reason out of their asses to, to lock them up for a little bit. But they did get out, uh, and then they started a protest in this one area uh, where they were going to perform um, 
uh, a piece called uh, Putin Will Make You Love the Motherland or something like that. It was, uh, And then pretty much security forces came along and started beating the shit out of them. Um, like one dude had a, a horse whip and was hitting the girls with it, oh, and they had like the knot thing on the on the you know the, the back end of that. So I mean, he was and they you know left bruises on the girls, and um, they were you know like threw one of them down and then threw their jacket on top of her or something like that. You know, like not. Just I'm sorry. Tossed, uh, as like, much as pushed her ass down. Violently. As much as like I want to feel bad for them, they kind of are bringing it on to they themselves. They brought it on themselves. But they were still being humorous because even afterwards, you know, like they get beaten by security and blah blah blah. And then she still goes right back to the original joke of the song that they were proposed, they're supposed to perform, which is Putin will make you love the motherland. So she kind of, you know, was able to still be kind of lighthearted about it. They're not going to stop. Oh, no. Uh, unless they get fucking just completely thrown into, like, the depths of, of hell prison somewhere in Russia. Or, you know, they're fucking killed. But we'll see what happens. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, they, so... Uh, another one, I guess. This is this is a great one. Um, speaking of conspiracy, you can kind of just you know fucking around on that that, that line a little bit right now. Uh, James Holmes is still in court, technically, and a judge has now ruled that uh, they want another psych or psychiatric evaluation. Another one. Another one. Another one. Why the fuck? He was on all sorts of antipsychotics. The dude was... There's a lot of people, a lot of conspiracy theorists as far as what's read. I don't know what to believe, but I do think there was there was definitely something up about that one. Because there was reports of multiple shooters, and then there was none. You know, and then it was just, just him, this crazy kid, who literally didn't even look like he was fucking there. Um... Uh, I mean, not there, but I mean, he just he didn't. Mentally there was no, in. yeah, there was nothing in his fucking head. That dude was weird. But anyway, um, they, yeah, they want to do another one because of the fact that who knows what there might crack now. Uh, I mean, there's been all those other instances of shit like that happening where uh, the kids uh, that they they tried to pin for the Boston bombing. You know, there's there's video evidence of that kid who they said was you know. Uh, a severe threat and was armed and dangerous when he was on the run and he was caught in a boat and the cops were shooting he was trying to hide but the cops were shooting at this kid he never fired a shot and you hear the recording of literally police issue pistols being shot you can tell the sound of some of those you know and I'm not disagreeing that they shot at him. So yeah, they were shooting at him, and he didn't have any weapons. There was there's video proof of it, and there was he wasn't bloody. He supposedly at one point he cut himself, uh, or that's what they tried to say because he he couldn't talk. Remember that was mm-hmm. the one where they you know uh, his vocal cords got fucked up or something like that through a, a throat injury, um, and they couldn't fucking spell out what the hell the actual issue was because there was there was claims that. He, uh, it was self-inflicted that he tried to cut himself or he tried to shoot himself. That was another one. Or, uh, honestly, I think he was shot in the crossfire. The other one they tried to say was possible shrapnel from tear gas that they threw in there. Um, imagine that, though. The kid couldn't talk and, and speak his piece. Because when he was in that boat, there's audio of him screaming, Stop, stop, you know, he was, he didn't want, he wasn't trying to do anything as a scared kid, you could tell. Uh, 
if you don't believe me, go look it up for yourself. It's a very sketchy thing with the whole Boston bombing thing. I uh, also just kind of wonder why that has completely disappeared. Completely oh, disappeared. Yeah, yeah. You really don't ever hear anything about that now. But Nobody anyway, James Holmes is still back, so they're tr- still trying to you know fuck around with that whole situation. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm, I really don't want to spend too much time running on that one. But here's a, here's a good one. Uh, a, a great win for now. We'll see what happens uh, later on. But the uh, Keystone XL pipeline just got shut down by a judge in Nebraska. Oh, fantastic. She uh, she deemed it unconstitutional uh, for a pipeline like this to be ran, especially when they were allowing for this Canadian company to have kind of a run of the land in Nebraska. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Um, so... I don't, you know, they're, they're, that, obviously the production has to stop. They can't do anything, or they're secretly doing it still, who knows, but, uh, you know, I, I guess, but I, I'm really skeptical of, okay, they got deemed unconstitutional, we can't do it now, but what, what other routes are they gonna try to take to make this happen? The only this good thing is... the type of company that'll have enough money to just fucking sue or do whatever the fuck they want. And, the only good thing is now in. enough people are pissed off about it that literally, it's it's. And they were going to do the fracking with that shit too, mm-hmm. weren't they? Yeah. So yeah, that's that's actually, I that is one thing I I am extremely pissed off about hearing is this fracking bullshit and just what it's doing. Uh, how much? How unstable it's making our fucking planet. And it's like you know they they know what's going on and they just didn't, they just refuse to fucking accept the fact. Uh, I, I still think there's a meme that's just amazing right now. You know that uh, it's just an alien saying, uh, "What was it? You know, you guys have solar energy and you know all sorts of other ways to make energy, and you guys are killing each other over oil." That, that doesn't make any sense. We have so many viable ways to have energy now. Uh, like the nuclear fusion story. I mean, that's uh, obviously Lasers, way off. Bitch. But yeah, if you ever see a picture of this nuclear fusion shit, it looks like some fucking sci-fi. Doctor Demento. Doctor No, not Doctor Demento. What am I talking about? He's uh, a radio host. Yeah. Um, the the supposed. Doctor. He was one of the big names attached to the supposed bullshit company uh, that I was I was trying to look into a job with. Um, yeah, as far as I, if anybody that knows me, I was uh, was talking up quite a bit about this one company that I was I was hoping for an opportunity with uh, that was looking for radio talent, um, and they you know list that they were connected to Westwood One, um, you know which is a, a national radio company. So I was like, okay, you know I'll, I'll give it a shot. Uh, I went to this place, very sketchy building, looks old, you know, even like the, the vinyl and like one of the signs are peeling off and shit. And you walk into this office and it's very, just, it's all like wood panels and old furniture and you're like, oh, uh, well, I mean, maybe not a lot of money in this place, but it's a, it's humble beginnings, you know, I'm just, I, I kept convincing myself. I signed in and waited. A few other people showed up and had a conversation with this one dude, um, for a few minutes just shooting the shit. He ended up being a rapper as well. And, uh, anyway, so we get into this place and there's a video playing and everything still looks old as shit. 
Uh, they got a video playing of like the the birth of FM, and they get the man behind it. Uh, and then it turned into uh, this guy comes out as more people finally came or were, were coming in for this audition process. Uh, this this little prick, I, I won't say his name, but um, the guy who supposedly runs this company uh, starts coming out, and he's a very he's a real slick talker. I will say that much. And he goes through this whole spiel as far as what it's about, and tells you about what the opportunities are. Uh, and then, um, you know, you, you pretty much eventually you go into a little room where they have old equipment and he says, well, you know, we still use this old equipment because, or we still have it because it still works. I'm like, well, I, I can't argue with that. Again, I don't, I've never done this, so we'll see what happens. Um, I go in, you know, I read a little script that they have to try to, you know, uh, sound good or whatever. They, you know, it really just some bullshit thing that they made up, but, um, you you know you, you sit back down. They answer some questions. They go over just a couple more things and the possibilities of money that you could make or the options that you have as far as uh, working with this company. Uh, and they say, All right, well you you know you're free to go and we'll you can call this number around this time to find out if you made the audition. Like, All right, cool. You know, so we got home. It was like, I was a little positive. I was like, all right, you know, this, this, this could be good. Uh, you know, so that night I call around like 6.15 or something like that, and they say, congratulations, you've been accepted for the audition. Um, and I was like, all right, well, hell, you know, awesome. I was excited, you know. And then uh, she goes, there's two orientation dates. You can start on this one or this one. I said, well, I'll go with the more or the closer one. And uh, she goes, all right, well, make sure that you have your uh, your 95-something dollars to bring with you or 40, depending on what you want to do for now. And I was like, wait, wait. And I didn't, I never really caught, I think it was for a press pass is what they were supposedly dangling in our faces, that you could rent these these press passes and put down this deposit for it or some shit. And you can get into so many exclusive places. um, You know, and I, more or less, so after that, that money was asked for or said I needed to bring that with me, uh, I read up on the place, and I guess, you know, if you do go back, they, they tell you a whole bunch more about what the company's about, or blah, 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 and they spit out a bunch of bullshit rules to you, and try to tell you that they've got connections with all these different radio shows, and, um, or all these different networks, and, and you know, like Clear Channel, I, you know, pretty much Clear Channel is not connected to them. They they say they really don't have any affiliation with them, nor has any other companies really. There's like I guess been one legit radio station that they supposedly are connected to, and it's like so bullshit. It's it's not worth it. But people that went there, and then they were saying that I was supposed to, you know, that they were eventually owing money to them because they they were charging them for studio use and shit like that. Just real shady business. Um, and you know everybody pretty much said that you end up spending more than you actually it's just a, it's a, a little scam that was going on so yeah fucking american radio network was the name of that place fucking bullshit um yeah so anybody in cali that actually catches this don't go there if you see the ads for it uh they're bullshit <clears throat> um anyway I, I had a couple things as far as this music was concerned Just just kind of going around on some shit recently on uh, Hip Hop DX. I was pulling some news from those guys. Uh, Big Boy from Outcast says there's there's not another Outcast album that's going to be planned for uh, at least not any time for a while supposedly. 
which is kind of sad. I, I, as far as following Outkast, like they had, you know, with the last album with the you know speaker box, the love below. <clears throat> You know, there was Hey Ya, which was the big hit. Uh, the Way You Move, I think, from uh, from Big Boy. It was a very separate album. It didn't feel very cohesive to me personally. But um, it's kind of sad because it seems like they're still performing together. They're still doing that. But it seems like in a music level, they've kind of faded apart. It's uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm absolutely wrong regarding you know, their, their situation. Because, I mean, again, they're still going out and performing and doing shows. I just saw that they're they're lined up to perform uh, right, bef- right behind somebody else at a, a concert coming up here. Uh, <clears throat> other news, uh, they did a, another hologram of um, this time of Old Dirty Bastard uh, during, a, I think, Wu-Tang performance. It's pretty dope, though. I mean, I'm sure, you know, the thing I always look at is, like, I mean, for instance, the Tupac one that they did, uh, it was just him up on stage. Or no, they had Snoop Dogg up on stage, I think, too. Uh, I'm sure, you know, I think about the the guys that have performed or been friends with some of these artists or, the, you know, like, you know, uh, Snoop Dogg, who's, who's, you know, very close with, with Pac. Uh <clears throat> Or, you know, anybody from Wu-Tang and having, you know, and then to look over and see pretty much a hologram of your best friend, I mean, that would be hard, at least for me, you know, like, to kind of be reminded to look, you know, that, of the, of the past, you know, where, yeah, and, and it's kind of like you feel it's, you're almost tricking yourself into thinking that it's, it's real for a moment. I'm sure from their perspective, it looks they a hell know. of a lot different, yeah. but I'm sure that still, it would be kind of tough, you know, I mean, it's respecting them and honoring them and everything, but they almost feel like... Like you could see your friend up on stage with you again. I think it could be kind of hard to, to fathom, you know, or just to, to put that through your head for a minute. Um, so, anyway, uh, another fun one. Uh, I, I usually don't try to talk about, like, major artists. Like, uh, you'll never really hear me report much on on big-named artists and shit because I really don't care about them. I don't care about what they consider their successes because most of their success just involves them doing another song talking about more fucking money that they made or the big cars that they drive or the bitches that they get or whatever the fuck else that they they supposedly are doing. Um, But uh, underground artists out of Boston or Massachusetts, more or less. I don't want to direct a certain area. Um, But rappers slain. Um... He's dope as fuck. I will say that much. He's, he's affiliated with La Coca Nostra, uh, which was Ill Bill, and um, you know the House of Pain, that whole clique. You know, um, Soul Assassins, I think too, were, were involved in that. Um, but anyway, he was also this guy. If you don't know uh, him as an artist in, in the sense of the music, this guy was actually uh, he was one of the the main characters um, in the town with Ben Affleck. Uh, you know, and I, I was I, as soon as I saw him on the movie, he was like, "Fuck yeah, dude, that's that's epic!" But um, he's got a new album coming out, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm interested in this one. It could be it could be pretty dope, and it sounds like it will be. Uh, considering how this dude raps, he tends to be a little like you know, a little thuggish at points. Or talking about like just doing crazy drugs and everything, which I don't really dig, you know. Uh, but he does. Uh, he does really kind of. He's got a, a good delivery, man. He's got some some great great presence on the mic. Um, but his new album is called "The King of Everything Else." 
which is it's just kind of a funny you know fun name um but he says that his album in a sense of like personality is going to be like a mixture of i mean get the drug references but uh it's going to be a mixture of like the personality of hunter s thompson and chris farley is what he says (laughs) so that should be a trip i yeah uh, but i mean Regardless, you know, I mean, personality-wise, if that's what he's trying to bring to it, I'm, I'm anticipating to hear what he does. Uh, Chicago MC, Verbal Kent, uh, his, his, his album is being streamed right now. Uh, currently, um, it's, uh, the new album is going to be called Sound of, or Sound of the Weapon. Um, and it's production by Crisis, who is affiliated with, uh, you know, the Justice League crew uh, out of North Carolina. Um, you know, fucking Little Brother and Sean Dunn, the Way Team. A lot of those dudes, the Way Team was Crisis and somebody else. But um, Crisis is an amazing, you know, producer. So big ups to Verbal Kent for, for that type of shit, man. That, that's, that's dope as fuck. Um, and from what I've heard already, from what I've, I've streamed, I've only heard a couple songs so far. Um, it was definitely very on point. You know, the production on, I think, the one of the first tracks I heard, Truth, I think, was the name of it. Um, real just sick-ass song overall, man. I liked the way it was delivered. So, fuck yeah, to, to Verbal Kent. And we got a chance to kind of just shake hands with him once. Very, very nice guy. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. Soldier Boy is supposed to be going to jail. Why? I don't know. I, I didn't read the article. I just saw... Soldier Boy says he's going to jail. It's good. <laughs> I, I, it's almost a celebratory type of feeling. That, like when you hear that type of news, you're like, oh, cool. Like, um, me personally, I hope the guy he goes to jail. I hope the guy he goes to a big fucking jail and they turn this little bitch ass into a windsock by the time he's fucking out of there. Uh, and uh, the last little bit of news that I had as far as music was concerned. Uh, Bow Wow, or what used to be Lil Bow Wow, now it's just Bow Wow. And Michael Vick. <laughs> so, Little Dog and Dog Killer um, are have announced that they are uh, they're going to be doing this... Um, they're creating, I guess, this company. They're creating a Wave Masters Hair Product Company. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> Uh, I, re- I, I wonder just, when these guys are cashing in on they, bad publicity. I, I'm kind of wondering, like, all right, Michael Vick, who had dog fighting rings and all that type of shit, and pretty much has become dogs. the pariah for every animal rights. He's still a free agent in the ever. NFL. Nobody really wants him, I guess. But uh, and then Bow Wow, like the irony there in itself is just fucking hilarious to me. Um, if that wasn't even paid attention to, I don't think it even was in the article that I read. But <clears throat> yeah, they're making—they're doing a hair product lo- or company called Wave Masters. I'm just so. wondering who who decided that that was a good idea. You look at some of the marketing nowadays, and it's like, who actually approved that? Uh, I think they probably have enough money to, to, to kind of do what they want. Useless scum lap and shitbag. Yeah. <clears throat> Fucking bullshit. Do you have any little bits of news that you wanted to talk about? I know you said you had something you wanted to to rant on for a minute, or 
Are we talking about Lord and my all new obsession with her? Go for uh, it. I know I talked about her in the last time I was on here, but literally, I don't like pop as a as a general statement. Just because in in rap and pop content is so generic nowadays that it just becomes mind numbing. Katy Perry, all of those generic, you know, Lady Gaga, etc., etc. Whether we want to talk about conspiracy theories or not, their content just sucks. I really don't care about anything they've ever talked about, and that's going to make a better song than anything else. And mind you, we just moved from Illinois to Hollywood. My life just got completely turned upside down, and what do you know? I'm listening to Lord's Royals, which I'm, I will fully call out. She just won a Grammy for it. Congratulations. And then she does this epic speech, pretty much giving everyone in Hollywood, and, and not even just Hollywood, but anyone in this industry... Political views and all sorts of shit. She pretty much... She gave everyone the finger. Yeah. It was fantastic, and I'm so bummed I can't find the actual video of it. There is none, because they actually... They they actually didn't record it. They cut that video when she... Through all that political shit and everything that she was saying, more or less, how dare you, you know, like... Uh, you know, to sit on yeah. your high horses and so forth while you think nothing's wrong. There, I believe that's what she was covering overall. But anyway, she she like yeah went all off and uh, they cut her her whole acceptance speech or that whole speech that she had and put in her secondary um, like bullshit her acceptance uh, practice speech. Yeah, where she just kind of giggled and so then it just made her look awkward and. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, she is kind of awkward, but if you listen to the words, and this is the only reason why I will rock Lord Loud down Melrose Boulevard all day while I'm running errands, is literally all I'm hearing is this song, this royal song, moving from a dinky-ass little town to having to deal with the culture shock of Hollywood and being an executive assistant to someone who has fully submerged herself into that situation. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but this culture is so stupid. It's like just a... Everyone's skill levels have completely dropped to the point where like you have a specialized skill and that's all you do and you can't figure out how to do anything outside of that specialized skill. Like you have to go to a dry cleaner to get clothes clean. And you have to go to a car dealer, detailer, to get your car cleaned. And all of these menial, itty-bitty little tasks that in the Midwest seem like it's normal just to do. There's a guy there for it. There's a guy to close the door behind you. There's a guy there, and, and it's, it's you know an interesting concept, but there's so many jobs out here because nobody seems to know what to do with themselves. And you wonder why the Midwest is so jobless. It's because everyone knows how to function for themselves. Yep. I'm I'm sorry. This is just the mentality in Hollywood. Like, I, there's no such thing as an executive assistant position that, it, or a personal assistant is more what I'm like right now. But that kind of position doesn't exist in the Midwest because a Midwestern a Midwesterner would actually just be able to do their cat litter box and go get their mail and go, you know, maybe do their laundry also and, you know, figure that out. Pretty much, 
the privileged people have reverted into children. Children. And they can't do anything for themselves. So anyone who has the money, they just get an assistant to run everything for them. So they can either sit around and do nothing or just keep themselves busy with what they are with focused on money. to begin with. Um, I think for the moment, uh, kill another s- couple seconds here, and then we're going to take a break. Uh, we should have Frankie on here soon to continue. Still got some more stuff to cover. Uh, this actually worked out pretty well. We kind of timed it right around an hour for uh, a portion of the show. So we're going to take a little break. Uh, I'm not sure how long yet. It will probably be maybe 15, 20 minutes. So we'll get some music playing in the, in the meantime. Um, as we uh, wait for Frankie also to come home from uh, his uh, fun job, I'm sure. Uh, and we will continue with uh, more stuff here soon. And maybe if we're lucky, we'll uh, have Morgan continue with us. But we'll, we'll see what she uh, what, what she's got going on here. But anyway, while we were talking about Lord, I put this song on for that.
All Philly hoes know it's Mosquito. Every cutie with the booty for the coochie. Now who's the real dookie? Meaning who's really the shit? The niggas ride dicks. Frank White pushed me six. All the Lexus, LX, four and a half. Bulletproof glass tips if I want some ass. Gonna blast squeezers, ask questions last. That's how most of these so-called gangsters pass. At last, a nigga rapping about blunts and broads. Tits and bras, menage et trois. Sex and expensive cars. I still leave you on the pavement. Condo paid for, uh-huh. no car payment. Uh-huh. At my arraignment, no for the plaintiff. The daughter's tied up in the Brooklyn basement. Face it, not guilty. That's how I stay true. Richer than rich, so you niggas come and get me. Come on. Biggie, biggie, Cargo, my cargo, one sixty, swiftly, wreck it by your new one. The crew run, 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 the crew, crew run, run, run. I know you sick of this name brand. Look at with flows, girl, stay heat, sweet like nigga wrist. So get with this, nigga, it's easy. Girlfriend, here's a bit. Call me round ten, come through, have sex on rubs, that's person. Come up to your job, hit you while you're working for certain. Pop a freaking, not speaking. Leave that ass leaking like rapper demo. Tell them who take their clothes off slowly. Kill them with the force like Kobe. Take it black like Kobe. Watch me roam like Kobe. Lucky they don't own me. Where to say show me? Homie. Homie. All right, we're gonna get the shit popping. We got Frankie. Hi, baby. Back in the fuck show. We had to wait for him to get out of work to do a mid show, midweek show. Those working bastards. Oh, wait, that's me. Not me at the moment. Well, now that makes me feel bad. Alright. Bring the levels down on the music. 
keep it just a little quiet for that as I've been trying to take advice from people as they've been listening to the podcast. And as you were saying, you know, like the first episode was was very loud with the music and the, the vocals were pretty low. And then I had and I realized that I had to reverse um, the way my volume settings were and that definitely picked it up quite a bit. <clears throat> and then the next show, uh, it was better, but, you know, levels were a little high at points, uh, especially Mike's, uh, it, you know, on Frankie actually was pretty, pretty, pretty high vocal wise the last time. Not, not your fault. It was my fault. So again, this has been a work in the process as we've been doing this, but welcome back, motherfucker. Good to have, uh, the other co-host on the show. Thanks, baby. Good to be here. Fucking of right. course. And I saw that you, uh, you're you making, uh, you're getting everything planned out now for uh, the Geeks Amok podcast, right? I am. Yeah. Um, everything is going just fine, actually. I, I wasn't sure if you wanted me to kind of sprout off on that or not. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> of course. Well, um, it's, it's uh, you know, a work in progress. Um, it's it's a it's going to be a you know one hour to two hour podcast uh, featuring my beautiful co-host here uh, on occasion, and um, we're going to be talking about everything basically just like Wait, we do on this. Did you just podcast. say that Amy's going to get involved in a podcast? No, I was talking about you, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you know the way you're saying <laughs> that. I was thinking your wife walked into the room like, oh, no, 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 no homo. No homo. Okay. But it's okay. I will still touch your shaft if you need me to. It's a long reach. <laughs> the water's cold down there, isn't it, dude? <laughs> right now it is, I'm sure. It was only it was it was pretty cool today. It was mild temperatures. I mean not that, that's that's nothing in comparison, obviously, to fucking Illinois. So Oh my god. <laughs> I almost wore shorts today and it was like forty degrees. Oh, all right. Well then well we were I think between it was like 50s to 60s today, but I mean, oh, 50s, man. it's still, you know, it hits you, especially it's been a little windier today, and we had some cloud cover, so, it, I mean, again, I, I can't complain, I'm, I can't, I can walk outside and still see a palm tree and not snow. That's just amazing, I can't <laughs> wait until I get the chance to do that. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, um, so yeah, the, the podcast is called The Geeks Amok, G-E-E-K-S-A-M-O-K, um, it's everything geek related, everything geek related. We, uh, you know, I'm, uh, we're just about to post a slight little intro on iTunes. Uh, we got our YouTube channel all set up. We got Twitter, Facebook, all that. Everything is Geeks and Mock. We got a website going, geeksmock.com. Um, shit's coming together, man. Uh, and we actually have... Uh, and I can I can tell you after the show. I can't tell everybody that's listening right now, but we actually have a celebrity guest for our yes, first actually, I, I, I read that. I was like, oh, did, huh? really? Interesting. Oh, you're going to be excited, dude. I, yeah. I can tell you, you're going to be excited. This guy is, is absolutely amazing. I met him at Comic-Con a couple of years ago. We've been friends ever since. Really? And um, let me tell you, as long as you... I mean, you're an Adult Swim fan from yeah. Cartoon Network, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've been for a long time. Right. Oh yeah. Um, you're gonna know exactly who it is. Okay. So after the uh, after the show, we'll we'll, 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 we'll it chat it up a little bit. Absolutely. But um, listeners are going to be very uh, very happy about this guy because he is fucking hilarious. Well, so, good way to start it, man. Very good way to start. Hell yeah. 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 So <clears throat> I hope to God I get involved in that one. You are definitely <laughs> involved in it. Fuck yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. Talk to this guy. I'm sure it'd be funny shit. 
Uh, I, I I really wanted to get into a few things right off the bat. I, I kind of saved uh, the movie and some of the gaming stuff that I, I was looking around at today. Uh, to start off with the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. First they did that, I, I was I searched it out when I first... I, I did a little, like, half-assed test podcast yesterday just to see how it would sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I talked about that... They, when I Right after I got off of talking about that, I jumped over to look for it, and then they only had the 15-second teaser out at that point. I was like, what the Oh, fuck? yeah, they didn't so have they, the two-minute yeah, like now they finally released the teaser. I, I can't complain. It, it looks like it's going to be a great movie. Um... I guess the the only thing I'm a little just cautious about at this point is they seem to be going very humorous and not, uh, you know, it, I mean, I'm sure it, it's probably just the, 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 the trailer itself giving that perspective because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of action and craziness, but they seem to make it, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of comedy, a little, you know, or just, just comic moments in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, especially what like him with the the one guy listening to his headphones and him getting pissed off. Even the music that they <laughs> yeah. use for the trailer, you know, it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm still digging it, but kind of makes you wonder. Well, the, the, one of the things that kind of irked me a little bit, and yes, people, I said irked. Don't judge me. <laughs> I say. Um, irked. I uh, I heard or I I read a little bit on that while I was at work on my break and. Uh, they're saying that first of all, and I don't need—I don't even know why they're making this a big deal at all. But that music is actually going to be in the movie. That song, uh, "Hooked on a Ceiling." I, I can't even remember who that person is that, that wrote that song. But, um, but for some ungodly known reason, everybody's up in arms about it. They're all like, "Yeah, that's fucking cool because that song's going to be in the movie." That song blows dick. <laughs> it's I not hate my favorite fucking song. It's it's not my favorite. I won't lie, but. I mean, Good I God. understand for the campiness, it, it kind of works, but unfortunately, that fucking song, it just reminds me of that, that, like, one of the first viral pieces to ever go around was that Dancing Baby. Oh, you're from the Ally McBeal show. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, the oh, first, if you think about it, that was, like, one of the first, like, viral sort of videos to really start circulating. Agree. Yeah, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree because that Ellie McBeal was really big at the time, and that's where it started from. That, they made that. They made that back then. It wasn't even called a meme. They didn't even have that word back then. But glad um, that skeleton of a woman really kind oh, of disappeared God. into, into the you know obscurity. Because oh my fucking God, I'm, I'm surprised she hasn't vomited herself into obscurity. Like. Or Jesus Christ, the fucking bitch is anorexic as shit. <laughs> I'm saying, or into a coma. Oh, right, I, I mean, my God. Isn't Harrison Ford still married to her? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't follow relationships and love lives overall. I mean, other than just the, the, the crazy shit that you hear constantly. Uh, being like, you know, the, the fucking... Uh, you know, the Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes catastrophe that was happening. Um, oh, God. But, you know, I mean, otherwise, no, I, I really don't follow most relationships at all. I, I, I don't think, you know, I, I guess I, I do try to practice what I preach on that one, especially because 
I think there's too much of, an, of a celebrity obsession, obviously. And I know a lot of people talk about it, but there's way, way too big of a celebrity obsession in the sense of, uh, you know, people literally needing to know exactly what these people are doing at all points. It's oh, it's, only, it's to a stalker-ish type of obsession now, and it, it's, it gets to be ridiculous. Who gives a fuck about what Beyonce fucking ate this morning or what fucking restaurant <laughs> she, she decided to go to and what retarded outfit she had on for that day who gives a flying fuck i honestly you know what i don't give a shit if they drove a piece of shit car and literally dressed like they were fucking homeless when they're not doing their performances it doesn't fucking matter do your own shit they did they deserve to have their own personal lives and their own private time away from all the the standard assumptions that people make uh and i know you're you're pretty much you kind of accept the role of being put in the limelight every time you 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 know you, when you allow yourself to be put in that position, but I, I again, it's so meaningless to me. I, I I see no point in it. So yeah, I, sorry, I, I a little rant there for a moment, but uh, well, no, that's okay because I I wholeheartedly agree. And by the way, I was looking it up while we were talking, and um, yeah, she's uh, Callista Flockhart is still married to Harrison Ford. Just in case if anybody. Um, really, really wanted to know that, like, if their life was depending on it for some ungodly known reason. Um, and, and if you are, actually... find <laughs> I, I find a fucking crawl space and lock yourself in there, you know, and sleep in a cage for the rest of your life. I would go one more and say, if you're really that desperate to know about that sort of thing, play swallow the stuff under the sink, <laughs> and and you'll be you'll be fine in a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, Make sure you jump actually... around too. That way, it shakes it all up. <laughs> Shaking nuts. <there. laughs> <laughs> That's how I like my corpses. Yeah. Um, she was actually born in Freeport, Illinois, too. That's yeah. not that far away from us. Yeah, that's that's great. That's another big uh, fucking who cares. You know, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure she has a lot of Illinois pride, right? Well, uh, you know, they've probably got a statue of her in the in the Freeport town square, and it's an actual toothpick because that's how big say, she like, is. I say like a post. It's, it's got it, yeah. <laughs> a post something, yeah. Uh, well, here's another one I, I caught. Uh, I guess this was during an interview. He kind of leaked out this information. Um, I, you know, I just I, it's interesting. I don't know what they're gonna what role they're gonna take with this exactly. But uh, uh, Vin Diesel, I guess, is talking about a possible movie that he might be in called The Last Witch Hunter, um, and it's a script that's wrote by Corey Goodman, so the same guy who wrote uh, Priest. Um, that one action movie that came out. It was a little kind of, uh, was it Underworld-ish in the feeling I of it. I liked it. But, I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there, there's, there, there, you know, I guess there's a possibility of this. I don't know the the full premise, but it's it, they said it sounds like he goes to the island of Manhattan and sees a witch infestation and takes charge and starts killing them off. Uh, that's about as far as I've, or at least what I've gotten out of it. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I mean, again, I guess this was also bouncing around back in 2011. So this could just be I, I, I really, I guess, what what sparked this was. Uh, uh, he said that a meeting went well. So that means that there could be a green light for this type of movie to happen because he needs to find something to redeem himself after that shit pile of a movie they call Riddick. Um, oh, here we're we're gonna go to fisticuffs on that one, brother. I fucking hated oh, that movie. The yeah, last I one, the blue ass. 
It was so fucking boring in comparison. I went into a movie wanting to see Riddick. I don't give a shit about trying to paint him as a fucking person. Because he's not. He's a fucking... He's a goddamn Furian, you know, character that, that literally is known to fucking just beat the shit out of people and is a badass. I don't give a Come on, fuck you, you about him breaking his legs and fucking struggling. Those scenes were not amazing, though. They were good, yes, but there it wasn't enough to hold my attention throughout the whole movie. And not Your to mention... they weapon was fucking, used for the best kill in the movie, too. I know, but still... Uh, the, the other part of me is it hit... I, we went and saw that movie when I was uh, I was a little, you know... A little, a little upset. I you just put a dog down, you know what I mean? So in the movie, they fucking kill the dog off that he starts to connect with. And I was like, oh, thanks for the fucking reminders, asshole. So it was just another thing to add on to it. And it's not their fault, but they still reminded me. So fuck them, and I'm sorry. <laughs> that movie just dragged ass to me. I don't give a shit about painting him as a fucking, you know, like, well, I've got emotions too. Fuck you and kill something. <laughs> Do more of it. If your leg's broke, dude, you, you how many fuck? times in the other movies that he like you know he dislocated his shoulder he pops it back into place and he's killing more people or you know talking like a fucking badass would where he's he's a, a cocky son of a bitch because he knows he's gonna fucking win uh again i i just i don't think there's an, enough of that in that movie, which is really all I was expecting. When I saw another Riddick movie, it was like, fuck yeah, it's going to be more crazy action. And half of the time, it's him surviving. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty damn awesome. Especially when he sets his broken leg in the beginning. It creeped me the fuck out, but I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, if this has any uh, effect on that... He's also rumored to be in the new Kanan Lynch movie that has just been recently announced. Yeah, I, and, I've, been, I've heard, heard about that bouncing around, but I've heard that yeah. for a while now. Yeah, there's no there's no time frame added to it, but uh, but it is rumored, and usually when it's rumored with Vin Diesel, most of the time it's true. Yeah, which is what I've I've come across. You know, and I'd like um, to hear of, of an actual rumor that that would be true. Um, is uh of, of fucking either Ghostbusters happening? Or Deadpool to actually fucking start moving forward. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I would definitely dig that. You know, and I love Ryan Reynolds, but just as long as he doesn't play Deadpool, I think we're okay. Really? I think he's perfect for the role. He's um, absolutely perfect for it, and he want the, the the interviews with him have he's already explained that he he wants to do Deadpool justice. So he wants to portray the character as the character is in the comics. And that I, means... I want I want somebody physical to play Deadpool Deadpool in his costume and have Nolan North do the voice for him in the movie. Because I... you can't as 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 such an abomination as Green Lantern was, I mean it wasn't that bad of a movie for me. I, I kinda liked it, but it's still pretty it still sucked, let's face it. Um, I, I didn't mind it. I didn't well, mind well, it. I, you know, I, I thought, you know, either, I think but... people have been a little too critical on some of the, like, I mean, for me, for instance, like, all right, I didn't follow Green Lantern as much, but I watched it and I enjoyed it because I didn't go in with, I, I, again, I didn't follow the Green Lantern well enough to know. I read a little bit on the backstory uh, mm -hmm. as reminders or, you know, just little things, but I went in there with just an open mind saying, all right, cool, you get to see the Green Lantern movie. And yeah, there were some campy parts. I won't, I won't disagree. But I didn't think it was terrible. 
Um, I mean, at least the fucking dude that was eating people's souls looked a lot cooler than fucking Galactus and Fantastic Four sequel. Yeah, I I agree. And it wasn't the fault of Ryan Reynolds either. It's the writing. Exactly. Okay, the writing. He got stuck into a shitty position as the so-called Deadpool in the first one. But at the beginning of the movie, he played such a convincing... Like, when he started talking and pissing everybody off in the elevator scene... That was like definitive proof that that it's like he's got it. He literally he's a talker. He's a smartass. He's fucking perfect for that. Mm. I think he could really play it off. And again, he wants to stay true to the the character. More power to him. I would rather see that instead of some random schmuck. And I'm sorry, but putting somebody in a body or in a in a, in a fucking costume and then having to go back and do uh, you know and, and add voiceovers later. I just think it would take away from it. And yeah, I like Norland North in uh, in the games and, and representing it that way. But I don't think it would portray properly with his voice in you know the Deadpool character in a movie. It's, I don't know. I mean, again, I, I I like his voice for the the character, but I think it is obviously very over the top at points. Uh, and for the the style of gameplay that they put him in recently, he's needed to be very. Uh, comedic in that sense where it was very spastic but I think Ryan Reynolds kind of has that both real smart ass talkative essence to him but he also brings forth that fucking he can kind of calm down and be a little more of a badass which and which I agree Um, I just really enjoyed Nolan North doing the voice of Deadpool and I think um, I mean maybe they could put Ryan Reynolds in the costume and then, because traditionally Deadpool's voice has been a little bit different from when he has his mask on as opposed to when he takes it off. I don't know. So, I, I mean, mean... It really depends you know, on what route they decide to take it. But, yeah. uh, unfortunately, I mean, I know what you're saying, I, I, but they probably it won't happen that way. No, I'm pretty sure. You know, but, I mean, again, they're still just trying to get it out there and push it to more people. Um or trying to get it to studios and so forth and I know they had well there's certain writers and directors that were attached and then that switched around and uh, then they've just been trying to get like a certain rating for it and they're, they've been pushing for a hard R because they wanted to make sure that it was going to be worth a damn to do a Deadpool movie and obviously studios want to fight tooth and nail for that as well because they feel like you know if you do that then you limit your audience and there's not enough money to be made well, it, it, the studios are, are swapping up every comic book title-related movie that they possibly can. You know we're going to see it eventually. Every single comic book is just about to be made into a fucking movie. Because they see the they see how good the Avengers have done. They see how good Captain America and Thor has done. So they want all that money from all the geeks. And we're all going to fucking pay the money to go see it anyway. So, yeah. You know they they know it's a cash cow for them, and they're going to do it. So it it might take a couple of years for them to do it. I'd say after the after the whole Guardians of the Galaxy, after the whole Age on and and over the next couple of years, after we see some of these major major titles start to whittle little, probably after the third Avengers, then we'll start to see the more singular character focused movies like for instance uh, they just greenlit a new uh, Black Widow movie yeah I heard about that I didn't know if that was actually set or not I remember I was yeah. talking about that I think uh, on our last show actually where I was covering that a little bit certain movies that they're trying to push 
Um, I, I'm still stoked to know that they're bringing Vision into Avengers. And yeah, that's going to be awesome, which is going to be voiced by the dude who does Jarvis. Um, oh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. I'll look it up. <laughs> but, but he's, yeah. he's going to be the actor. Uh, Paul Vision. Bettany. That's what yeah, that's it. Thank you. Yeah. I, it was on the tip of my tongue. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, they're uh, they're trying to figure out how they're going to how they're going to get a costume onto him because Vision is traditionally that bright green and yellow costume with that bright red face. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I know they've done other colors with the character too. I'd actually like to see him in a suit and tie. Really? You know, make Vision somebody that you can relate to you know i mean yeah do it differently you're not trying to mimic the comics identically you know it's not supposed to be that way yeah and if it was i think people would be pissed i'd be pissed i wouldn't want to see vision in that kind of costume i i guess we'll have to wait and see i mean you know they've they've been pretty i mean they've been trying to stick to some of the you know the the legit costumes to some extent you know with obviously their main characters like they really didn't give a fuck about hawkeye at all or uh you know well actually that's another that's another good example though i mean look at him in the comics and look at him in the avengers yeah you know i feel like it kind of discredits him a little bit you know it's kind of like ah just throw something on him there's a vest all right go out there and shoot your your fucking arrows douche yeah that's really how it felt i mean they kind of just like he was like the little bitch of the of the group you know i mean he got fucking possessed by by loki at one point and then you know i mean yeah he does contribute quite a bit but he just seems like he's just like the ah yeah you should he's like the aquaman is what it feels like of fucking avengers right now I mean, even Black Widow does more. They they fucking make her like a super badass and, and hey, fucking hey, hey, leave Scarlett Johansson alone. I'm not picking on her, but I'm saying they made her look like a badass more than Jeremy Renner. The motherfucker just yeah. played Born for Christ's sake, or not Born. He he did a different character, but he was in a Born movie. He's been doing some really good action roles, and he gets Hawkeye, and you're like, fuck yeah, that could be good. And then you barely see him in the fucking movie, and then when he does, it's like, yeah, you piddly fuck. All you do is shoot arrows, you know. It just, it really, I don't know. I, I guess I was hoping for a little bit more from that character. And again, you know, it's just the fact that they really didn't even give a shit about their their, their fucking, the, the costume for his ass, you know. It's just, yeah, again, here's a black fucking vest and some tight pants and the, the, the thing for your fucking arrows and go out there and shoot them, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly agree. I, I you know... <sighs> Okay, let's face it. When he was in the comics, he had a lavender fucking suit. Yeah. You, you can't go any more... I will say, that. yeah, no, that no, that no, would be the type of... I Honestly, it would be hard to see Jeremy Renner though, run out in a purple outfit, you know, and honestly not make it look like some guy's going, all right, I'm here to shoot your fucking arrows, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Um, well, here's another interesting one. This guy was... Uh, he, he played the son in the Die Hard movie, the last one, with, you know, in Russia. Uh, Jai Courtney is his name. Uh, we'll be playing Kyle Reese in the next Terminator. That's fine. Um, he's... I don't know what to think about him. Um, I think he's a decent actor. 
right? The writing for him, I think, could have been done better for in in a couple of the things that he's been in. Die he's Hard more was of a shit, but was was that one was everybody really kind of shakes their head at the last one. But yeah, it was it was kind of garbage. But again, it was the writing. Yeah. You know, that's it's, it's not their fault. People to do trying it. to to more or less rape again another title as and, and not rape but i guess just ride it out as long they've already raped and now they're just just trying to ride that rape as long as they can uh <clears throat> at least now they are yeah, I, i'm so tired of seeing you know some of those these movies that just keep coming out you know it was like saw for a while was like, i mean at least that one they tried to really tie it all together uh and they're doing the same thing with paranormal activity but it's just like all right Let's move on now. It was, it, it's you're, it's losing the novelty, especially when they did what four of the fucking paranormal activities, or was it three? Was it just three so far? Um, uh, no, I thought it was four. I thought you know, but to be honest with you, I don't watch those movies, so yeah, there I was four because they do the first one with the couple, and then it's the family, which is actually previous to the the first movie, and then they jump all the way back to the childhood and the third movie, and then the fourth movie is the after effects of what happened in the first movie. Uh, that's so fucking stupid to even say it that way. God. Yeah, I realize how I just said that. The fact that I would have to explain it that way. The the first movie was technically the second movie, and the second movie was technically. Actually, no, I'm already fucking myself up because there's the the third movie is supposed to be the first movie, and then you would have the second movie, then you would have the first movie, and then you would have the fourth movie. That's how it would all line up, and 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 a legit timeline. Then they. I honestly think it's like, why the fuck didn't you just follow that formula to begin with, assholes? Um, at least that way you feel like you're building into it. Now you're kind of like, you know, if you, you don't know the fucking movie and you watch number three, at least you're at the start. But if you watch, you know, you watch number two or, or, or you know, number four, and then you go back to number one, you know, you hope to God you, you catch the story. Just very poorly laid out. But again, I think it's just also them sporadically trying to fucking make another goddamn movie. And they mm-hmm. don't think about it. And then they go, you know, they get that one done. They go, oh, fuck, we should have done one about the girls. So then they do that one next. Well, oh, fuck, then we got to continue the story and, and fucking, you know, bring it into the future now. And so they make the fourth one. You know, it just seemed like they kind of scrambled for shit. Yeah. At least they cleverly did it. But, I mean, again, the, and it, but the novelty started to wear off because by, I mean, the, the second movie, you know, they just pretty much did extra little bits of noise. But you lost, like, the footprints from the first one, which I thought was cool. Uh... And then, you know, the third movie was what? The girl getting picked up or picked up by her hair was like the big, you know, wow moment. And then the fourth one was them using the Kinect sensor with the IR lights all over the place and kind of showing movement from that. So, I don't know. Wait, a chick got picked up by her hair? In the in the third one, yeah. It's the, they're, it, the movie's based on the sisters when they're still children. And... Of course, the, you know, everybody fucking manages to set up cameras all around their fucking house, even way back in the 80s when this movie was supposedly supposed to happen. But, yeah, the house... <laughs> um, well, he does. Like, he... This is kind of clever, but, like, you know, the whole VHS, like, fucking uh, camcorders and shit, you know, he had one mounted to an oscillating fan that he, he set to the top of it, so the fan would, would turn back and forth for the camera. Uh, uh. 
little stupid shit like that. But I mean, uh, there's, there's obviously there was cameras in certain places, and he's you know it's all found footage, and it was just very unrealistic from that time period. But uh, yeah, the, there's a scene pretty much where uh, there's a, a camera in the in the little girl's room monitoring shit, and the the one sister tries to tell the other sister not to pick on the supposed imaginary friend, and then she gets picked up by her hair, and she becomes fearful, and they you know it's. It really, he's just all signifiers to the the up and coming craziness of what happens. Um, but yeah, anyway, Jai Courtney's going to be the next Kyle Reese in the next Terminator. Supposedly, Arnold Schwarzenegger is coming back for that as well. Uh, so I heard, yeah, and actually, um, uh, Patrick is supposed to be in there too. He's supposed they're his likeness at least because he's uh, he's way too old to reprise that fucking way, role. Way I mean, obviously Schwarzenegger is even way too old too. But oh yeah, um, I, but at least he can his likeness can still be used in a matter to where his body can still be there. That's what they did with Terminator Salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I didn't like that though. I um, I thought it looked very it looked bad. If you it, actually it can, watch yeah. it, I was looking at it going like you can tell that's not really Arnold. It's CG. It kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. At least well, that um, part. The rest of it I thought was a good movie, uh, other than the stigma of, of uh, Christian Bale's meltdown attached to that movie. Yeah, well, the date that it's supposed to, it's supposed to be out, uh, 2015, um, it's called Terminator Genesis. Okay. Um, Could be interesting. I mean, we'll wait and see what happens. Uh, yeah. It sounds like, obviously, John Connor must be... He's dead now, or... Uh, th- th- I guess that's why they're they're pushing this towards Kyle Reese now, being that he was the the, the closest guy to John Connor and the most trusted. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens as news kind of rolls along with that. Uh, yeah. Here's here's an interesting one I just read today. Uh, De Niro, Robert De Niro, is pushing to make a movie called The Irishman, which is based off of a novel. I have not followed the novel. I have no idea. I don't do a lot of uh reading of books i, I it's, it sounds very ignorant but i stay well, very well read i just i don't know i have a hard time picking well up i'm up. the same way though i'm not a big book reader yeah uh, you know but there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it i i mean there are some titles that i would like to read but I'm there's no time to read man. it <laughs> I, that's really <laughs> what it is i'm too add to sit down and read a book i have always i've always been like that um, but anyway, yeah, he's pushing to make this movie called The Irishman, and he wants, he, he's, uh, he, he obviously is, is again, a, 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 a dire push to pull Scorsese for the movie, and also Pesci and Pacino. So I'm guessing there's some sort of a mob tie to it, and he wants to get the originators, or the, you know, the real heavy hitters of the, the mob movie type of genre together for this film, possibly. I, at least that's what it sounds like to me. Again, I didn't read the full article because I'm fucking lazy like that. It's like, hey, I'm just going to give you a little bit of the news, but if you want to be fully informed, go fuck yourself. Um, give you a little taste. Yeah, just a little taste. A cock tease. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I did just want to just shoot on this one real quick because we, I was seeing, you know, uh, billboards and, and advertisement for it, and I know you like this this one quite a bit. Uh, I uh, uh, but we finally started watching it. I, I found it on Netflix and uh, the, the show Archer. Oh yeah, is I saw fucking that in your hilarious, show notes, dude. I can't. I don't. You know, we've known each other for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
I know you, you know me, I think we know each other very, very well. How the fuck did you not see this before? I didn't have cable for oh. a long time, and there were certain channels that I didn't receive. Isn't Archer on, like, TBS or something like that? Or uh, It's on FX. FX, okay, that's yeah. why. I uh, When we had cable back in, in Illinois, we only had... Uh, we only had, you know, like the, the, the like the extended basic, I think is what it was. So FX was not included in that package. So I didn't get a chance to ever watch it. You know, when I saw the, 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 the show, con- or at least the, the you know, the, the commercials for it and so forth, I never paid attention to the channel. So I thought maybe, you know, one day I would stumble across it while on Adult Swim or something like that. And then uh, when I think we, we finally set back up our... Uh, or Netflix, and I was like, you know, I think actually when we got out here in L.A. is actually when I started watching it, because uh, we kept seeing these, there was a billboard somewhere around where we're, around here, that we would walk past with this Archer, because they've got a new one that, that's starting up, Vice now, right, where they, he's in Miami now. Yep. Um, so pretty much uh, we saw that and we're like, what the hell is this show? All so we I, I found it on Netflix and pulled it up, and we watched the hell out of all of it, and just... I honestly became just a, a fan instantly. I, I, I love the humor and the just how fucking, you know, crazy of the dialogue it is sometimes. Yep. Just stupid, even some of the stupid shit, you know, when uh, Archer's uh, trying to get the attention of Lana and he has a repeater name. Lana! 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 <laughs> <laughs> what? So fucking funny. I, and he does it so often, which is it always makes me laugh, you know. And uh, like Morgan always pointed out at the beginning of the of the show, they were you know like everybody's so concentrated on ants. <laughs> it's just a stupid joke, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that how we get ants. Series. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that whole series is just absolutely amazing. And I don't know why my your PlayStation just turned on, huh? Yeah, I apologize for that, everybody. <laughs> um, apparently, my young children were must have been watching a 3D movie here and forgot to turn down my stereo system, oh. which is directly, you know, I got the optical audio right into the receiver, so I don't know it's that high until I turn it on and get my fucking balls blown off because it's so goddamn high. Um. But anyways, no, Archer is got to be one of the funniest cartoons that I have seen ever. Yeah. I mean, I, H. John Benjamin, he's the one who does the voice for Archer. Yes. He's, he's done so many different series, not only for Adult Swim, but for other outlets as well. I mean, he does, he does the main voice for uh, Bob on Bob's Burgers. Um, did you see, uh, speaking of, of Bob's Burgers, did you see, uh, did you ever, uh, I'm not sure if you ever caught that or not, Family Guy did an episode, uh, and one of their little side jokes pretty much was um, they made fun of Bob's Burgers, like the, the drawings. They did, yeah, they did that with the permission of H. John Benjamin, like, because <laughs> they're all affiliated with each other. So I, I'm sure. I, I still find it funny, though. It's, it's like, oh, was there another little jab there? and. Uh-huh. Um, I, I yeah, the dude, I've heard him in quite a bit, you know, and, and I honestly I think though that his voice is like prime for this role of like the douchey, you know, uh, special agent guy that you know 
who's spoiled by his mom pretty much and has the position because of his mom, but he's actually very good at what he does. Uh, yeah, when, it's all it, just it, funny <laughs> and coincidental in that sense. Where if you got if anybody who listens, if you haven't seen the show Archer, definitely one to check out. Uh, I recommend that one one hundred percent. Like, I mean, I know the same people that are probably you know that did the animation that did uh, that Chosen or Chosen or whatever the fuck. I did not like that one. I didn't think it was Wonder, funny. Wonder Chosen, yeah. yeah. No, not not Wonder Chosen. I'm talking about oh Chosen, Chosen, chosen or they they supposedly another name. Uh, at least I, I had heard it that way. No, that's but, it. Yeah, uh, that's it. I watched that one too. That I one was. Like that one. I, I I couldn't stand that one. I'm sorry. It was just. I, I get like the whole. It's just pretty much a running gay joke and and a wannabe rapper. But I mean, again, I guess for me, it's just kind of like. You know, being a legit artist again, or at least a legit hip hop artist, or trying to be as best as I can, uh, I just—I don't know—I don't find humor in stupid shit within like rap. You know, especially when it's like it wasn't even well. It doesn't even sound like whoever that wrote it didn't even like really fucking write it out worth a damn. Because it doesn't sound, you know, it just uh, sounds corny to me. As far as even 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 if it be even if it is a joke, it still just sounds corny. Well, that's something that's that's near and dear to you, though. I it mean, is, and and I know that, and and I can totally see where you're coming from. But on again, that. the whole fucking show is just a running gay joke to me. And uh, it's it's like, which it is, eh, and, and it just it really. What I like about Archer is they go in so many different directions, you know, and he's, he's either an asshole or he's trying to be, you know, like there's just, I mean, like this stupid shit. You know, what's another one in Archer where the goddamn ocelot that he keeps seeing, <laughs> you know, and he's like, he fucking spazzes every time he sees it, you know, yeah. and it's, it's just because they're just, the way that they cover shit in Archer is extremely funny, and they're, I mean, it's a little more, like, darker humor at some points, you know, like him pulling his gun out and threatening to shoot people every time they start criticizing him, whereas... Well, you haven't seen any of the current episodes, have you? Uh, of, of Archer? Yeah. Uh, I've only, as far as Netflix has only listed, uh, three seasons, so I don't know how, right, how many yeah. seasons there are. But I mean, again, I I can all, I have my ways of, of finding that stuff, no problem. But oh, you gotta you gotta watch the current season. Um, they're on season five right now. Okay. So, oh, but damn, I, I got some catching up then. Yeah. Well, Netflix should be updating it real five. soon because they took a break. There was like a year and maybe a year and two months hiatus that they did because they had to get some of the some of the actors some of the voice talent on there they had other shit that they needed to do like especially Chris Parnell yeah uh, who does Cyril um he's had a lot of stuff going on he's, he's doing uh, isn't that the, the guy from Saturday Night Live right yeah well, okay. a lot of these people are from Saturday Night Live I'm too. sure yeah I mean like Bobby um uh, Mo- Mo- whatever the fuck his name is I, Moynihan yeah, yeah. again I guess that's the other problem is I don't find him to be that funny mm. in general. Um, I can go either way with him, to be honest. I will um, give him credit for one one thing. I love his uh, his mock-up Guy Fieri impression. Oh, that he yeah, does on yeah. Saturday. That is fucking hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah, that's another guy that I just... I, I can't stand that man as well. Fucking... Yeah. There's some Fury. things that he does that I like. There's also some things that he does that I can't stand. So it's it just 
it's kind of like the context and what you see him in is what you yeah. get, really. You know, yeah, if you like him, I, you like him. If you don't, you don't. And that's um, I think, unfortunately, him also, you know, then trying to voice a rapper and knowing it's just some fat little Jewish guy that really has no business even trying to talk about hip hop. Well, you know what it's trying to do? It's trying to be another archer. Yeah. It's it's doing the same thing that and now I know I'm probably going to get shit for this, but it's doing the exact same thing that American Dad is doing to Family Guy. Family Guy came first and had such a huge success. Now comes along American Dad trying to ride the coattails of that success and trying to be another Family Guy, and it doesn't work. Yeah. I, I, uh, well, I mean, for me, I enjoy Family Guy. I think the humor's funny. You well, know, no, they, I, I, we all love Family Guy. I love Family Guy, too. What I'm saying is, is that I don't care for American Dad as well, much I, I, that's what I meant to say. Is I, 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 wow, I was a little retarded there. I meant to say American Dad. Uh, I like American Dad as well. I've watched that plenty of times and enjoyed it and laughed at a lot of their jokes. Um, again, I mean, yeah, I, I, I can see exactly them doing the exact same thing, such as you know trying to, to copy and and paste uh you know the archer format but i just think it's a big fail personally i don't i just never found it funny never enjoyed the show yet i've seen a couple episodes just give it a shot and literally was just eh. and i think even both morgan and i sat there watching it and said the same thing like eh. so when we i think that even it created a little bit of hesitation to to watch archer because of what we saw with Chosen. Yeah, um, right. But Which is totally thank God we, too, yeah. we, we checked it out anyway. Um, oh, Pam is my favorite on that show. Amber Nash, <laughs> who does the voice for her, is fucking hilarious. She, I love the, uh, the episode where she gets uh, abducted and the guy's just beating the shit out of her. Like, just constantly punch her in the face. And she's like, is that all you got, you little bitch? You know, and she shows back up to the office, and they're like, oh, God, you okay? And she's like, oh, I used to fight for fucking money all the time, and that was nothing. He still hits like a bitch. It was cut to a scene. They cut to like a Fight Club scene. Where she had she had the wrap knuckles, yeah. and the bloody the bloody tank top on, and shit. God. And then she's had other. There's other episodes where they keep kind of portraying her as a badass, you know. And oh yeah, I, I love it. It's just again some of the, the the dialogue and everything is so much is so better. I mean, it's mainly just dialogue. The scene. It's it's not about just the scene itself, but. Uh, they definitely do a great job writing that out and, and formulating some funny ways to, to, to poke at shit or just to, to be funny. And it works. I That's that's really my difference between the format of, of that and Chosen. I think they need to, to find a different different route to go. I think there would be so many better, better stories than that the overweight fucking wannabe rapper gay dude. Uh... I, a couple things in gaming uh, news that I, I had. Um, the new Wolfenstein is uh, going to be on pre-order soon. I or did least... see that. Yeah, did, is that going to be for current gen or next gen? I think it's, it looks like it's going to be next gen. By the way, it looks. Uh, I, I will say this: but there's a trailer out for the new Wolfenstein, um, and they've really created more of a story to it. But with the new animation of the, these games and how they look, I, I'm actually impressed because it looks like they managed to kind of create that feel of the larger. The bigger characters being like massive motherfuckers, you know. Um, at least that's how it looked. That they have like these kind of 
supersized soldiers in this game that, you know, like how you would look at them in, in the old, uh, a traditional one. Um, and, uh, uh, but I always fucking, I always, I always have a hard time pronouncing the, their name. Bethesda? Bethesda. Bethesda. Thank you. I, you know, I, I hear that name in my head every now and then, and I always go back to saying it retarded. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Bethesda is attached to this game. Their name is, is on the trailer, which is I I'm excited for that because they've been doing a great job. You know, like I'm not a big fantasy guy or doing you know a lot of that shit, but I got the I fucking dug the hell out of the the Fallout games. You know, uh, and I, I won't lie, Skyrim I played the shit out of that. You know, I I literally uh, I think I before all the, the DLC came out I had almost every fucking achievement on that game that was like one of the few that I almost maxed that was a normal game and not just some uh, cheater version of, of finishing a fucking downloadable game um, <laughs> well I gotta be honest I mean especially with Skyrim I tried it once it just wasn't for me I could not get into it I even tried the Elder Scrolls um, when I got a computer that was good enough to play it when that came out the Elder uh, Oblivion I think it was Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. Oblivion and I just I couldn't get into it then I mean it's you know it's one of those games where I, I don't think it. I, you I know gave what it a good old college try and it just didn't work and you know what's sad I did the same thing with uh, the Elder Scrolls game I rented it one day, you know, I think when I was still working for uh, Rest in Peace, Blockbuster. Um, I think there was like one <laughs> I store. I remember when we were doing that, yeah. I, I worked there three separate times. That's the funny part. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, I rented the, the Elder Scrolls, and I think I literally created a character, and then I turned it off. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I, I created a character, and I was like, all right, cool. And then I got into the game. I was like, I don't know what to do. Fuck this. And I turned it off, and I yeah. never played it again. Uh, and then I played Skyrim, and I played the shit out of that one. Where was... You there? Yeah, can you okay. hear me? Yeah, no, it cut out just for a minute there. Again, for everybody that's realized, uh, Frankie is, is patching in. Obviously, Frankie still lives in Illinois. I'm, I'm in L.A., so... Uh, I'm, I'm running his his call through Skype, uh, so every now and then it might cut out a little bit. There's really not much I can do about that, um, so I apologize if there might be points that he might fade. It's, it seems not to happen too often, but just uh, from time to time. Is it, is it that connection that we were having problems with last time? Uh, no, it's not that. I actually have a different connection. It, it's like I said, you're running through. Uh, through, I, I, like I said, I, I, I'm more or less am utilizing what tools I have. And right now, technically, I've got both your call and my soundboard running on, on the iPad currently. So, I mean, again, it's a wireless connection. It might fade slightly or become a little fuzzier at points. And again, uh, there will be other options to handle that. But uh, for the time being, uh, my wife has work to do. And I was using, utilizing her laptop uh, for the last show when we did Skype. So, um, Again, these are little things that we're going to have to deal with until uh, a better profit is coming in for improvements like that to be made. Uh, anyway, to jump back to it real quick, all right, let me let me just double check here. Are you, you still there, Frankie? Yeah, I got you. Okay, cool. 
anyway, this this Wolfenstein game, I will say this much: the trailer looks like it has a a Tarantino movie type of vibe to it. Not not to the full extent of of that you know, that description. So I mean, don't think Kill Bill or some outlandish shit. But it looks like they included some humor into the game in that twisted sense that Tarantino would do. Uh, so if you guys haven't checked out the trailer, that's definitely one to check out. Uh, and, you know, I, I mean, again, it looks like they've really kind of taken this game and taken it to the next level. Obviously, they need to now. It can't just be run and gun anymore. Um, but they're creating a really cool story to build uh, for this for the Wolfenstein game now. Um, and it looks like pretty much the Germans actually, you know, destroyed or, you know, came over and uh, took over America. And that's that's part of the concept now. Is there's they're more or less freedom fighters trying to get out or kill off the the Nazi regime uh, that has invaded and captured America supposedly. Because uh, in the game they actually show uh, a scene at the beginning, which is Mount Rushmore being uh, detonated by explosives to remove the faces of the founding fathers. Um, so I mean it looks cool, but and also again if you pre-order when it does happen, uh, they're offering that when. Uh, because they're working on another Doom. And I don't know what to think of that until we actually see the game a little more about it. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that either. But I've, I've never been a huge Doom person. I loved the Doom series when I was a kid. I used to, uh, here, here's honestly how I used to play it, though. Because I was a little... I, I didn't care. Uh, put on God mode and go to, like, the hardest level and just blow shit up. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I used to do. You know, after a while, I just... I didn't care. Um... But yeah, I mean, I, I played through the other Doom. It seemed pretty cool, you know. Uh, but I mean, again, them offering the beta for the next next Doom game. Hopefully they... Again, that's another one that I think needs to be revamped. But if it's attached to Bethesda, that could be a good sign for a really good Doom game. Um, we'll see what happens. <coughs> um, so here's, here's another fun one. Nintendo... Obviously, their profits have been, like, really low because of the Wii U uh, and, you know, just their console sales being extremely down. Uh, well, the the CEO of the company more or less says, I don't give a shit. Uh, mm-hmm. The prices are going to stay where they are. Um, and we're going to get into health and into the healthcare industry. What? I'm dead serious. Nintendo is talking about getting into the healthcare industry. As far as in what extent, I have no fucking clue. Um, they won't drop their prices for their their systems and nothing like that. They don't they don't care. They're just going to keep plugging along and supposedly yeah they're moving into the healthcare industry. Um, so who knows? Maybe someday we'll see a Nintendo hospital, and the only way for you to uh, to feel better is you have to break a block and hopefully you get a one up. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Or you gotta lo- or you gotta give them your friend code from your Nintendo system. That eighteen digit friend code. The track and, and field pad will be the rehabilitation center. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know fuck. Nintendo has gone. Now they need Nintendo's to sell gone off all this shit. Yeah, they need to. Well, no. What they need to do is take cues from Xbox, take cues from PS3, and go online and do these multiplayer. Do the multiplayer just like the Xbox and, and PS3 do. They refuse to do that. They don't want to set up a marketplace like Microsoft and PS3 or PlayStation Network. I should say. I guess all. they're they're planning on. I guess they, I think what I remember from the article was them. Uh, 
they they plan on trying to take uh, the Nintendo console or whatever they decide to do, and they might utilize it for more of physical portions, which might be what they're referring to, healthcare industry, uh, that it could be more towards, like, rehabilitation, like, they might try to use it in other ways, um, I don't know, I, I really don't know, we'll wait and see what happens with that. Yeah, um, there's, you could go into so many different things with Nintendo, but it's just way too much to go into at the moment, Yeah, it, it's just, it's so fucked up what they're trying to do. Well, here's another good one, if you want to talk about beating a dead horse and raping it, um... Microsoft has acquired the rights to Gears of War. Yeah. All right. You're not only talking about beating it and raping it, but now you're talking about eating it also. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> because the, when, I don't. If I don't, you've beaten it and raped it, I would say that means that there's something that might, you know, that somebody must have enjoyed themselves enough to, to bust inside of that thing. So and, and, would that technically make it a long it john at that point if you eat it? <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of weird horse semen pastry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, equestrine fritter? That's, that's what it was. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. Oh, fuck. Christ, you know, I don't... I never cared for the... the the Gears of War games. I, liked, I tried them. I didn't like them. I like. The I stories. don't want to see another one. I didn't play the last one. I never had a chance to. I never really like jumped at the opportunity to, to get the last one. But I mean, I do. I, I have played through the first three. Uh, the story was good. The, I mean, I honestly, my biggest problem was that the characters always seemed very clunky and very slow and. You know, I mean, you could still master the controls, but obviously it's a lot of just hugging a, a corner or a panel of some sort that'll protect you and shooting when you can. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't know. I mean, again, it wasn't—it's not a terrible game, but it's just another one that, all right, it's done. You—you really kind of exhausted the main characters. Uh, I mean, you killed off one of the big ones. Uh, now they're—I mean, the, the last game was focused on. Uh, Baird, right? Uh, which, yeah. You know, there wasn't really... <clears throat> and I heard it was a bomb, but, I mean, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, for all we know, I mean, just like all these other games, there'll be a hundred fucking versions of Gears of War now where they'll, they'll do Halo shit to it, where they'll, they'll have tactical field, you know, the strategy games now and shit, too. Well, you know all the Gears of War blowhards are going to buy the fucking game anyway. So oh, yeah. it's going to be a, it's going to be a hit with those people, but everybody else that's tired of the fucking genre like me, we're yeah, not even going to I will, touch I will thing, say this man. much real quick. All right. My only argument with you is I know you don't like the game as much. But you were a big fan of Mass Effect and the the multiplayer was almost exactly the same. Mm, uh it was. If, if you think about it, I mean, it besides it, it was, the, the 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 you know you getting certain items and unlocking and, and building your shit and you know getting you have to earn points to to get certain things. Where I mean, more or less with uh, uh, gears, it was simply you just not uh, as you play it and get experience, you get to access you know other characters. I think. Well, but, I I agree to a certain extent, but let me kind of explain what I mean by that. Um, I am a huge Mass Effect fan for the people that are listening. I mean, one of my next tattoos that I'm going to get, and yes, I'm a tattoo freak, is going to be the N7 logo. That's how much I love 
the Mass Effect series. Okay. I where are you I, gonna get that at? Um, I'm actually gonna be doing a uh, sleeve piece with everything from like my childhood and all that kind of stuff. Don't worry, it's gonna look good. Oh, but I don't care. Your body, you do what you want. I was gonna say if you're gonna get the N7 piece, you know, get it on your dick. That way, it makes you feel like you have a, a laser gun or something. You know? Yeah, but when you I whip get a it out, on, just you, you know, know, do it, the pew 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 to people, and it's like, no, it's okay. Huh? No, it's, it's, uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna get N1 tattooed on my dick, and by the time I get a hard on, it'll be N7. Oh, okay. So it'll extend. To Shout seven. out to my uh, my one homie that I can't even I won't even announce, I won't say his name on on the show because he has a job where uh, I, I, that could paint his career if his, like if the show ever took off. But um, he always joked around about uh, he was gonna get it. He wanted to get a tattoo of a hundred dollar bill in his dick, and then uh, ask a girl if she wanted to blow a hundred. <laughs> I love that. My, back to my point, okay? Um, I've, I've played many, many hours of Mass Effect multiplayer, and I'll be the first one to admit that multiplayer was not the best. No, it got pretty it was, repetitive. It was flawed, man. It, it really was flawed. It was fun, but the one big difference between Gears of War and Mass Effect multiplayer is that in Gears of War, those enemies are... Everybody's a bullet sponge. Mm-hmm. Okay? It was almost to the fact that it was unplayable. And then also you had people... You had the 100-plus hours put in gamers, okay? Which they did nothing else but play. Same with Call of Duty, you know? Uh, I, I had so a couple good. dudes that I, I used to game with on and game, or Gears a few times, and I did some uh, some multiplayer that were like that. It was it literally, you think you had a good round. You're like, yeah, I killed like 15 dudes, and he's got like 30. And you're like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, it, but it becomes unplayable because everybody is so much better than you are at the game. You, If you're a casual player, forget it. You're not even, don't even bother going into the multiplayer because you're not going to enjoy it. Mass Effect was a community experience in that you were all fighting hordes. You weren't fighting against but other they, players. They did have that them. option. Uh, Gears, there was multiple. I know there were multiple uh, multiplayer formats. They 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 had a a survival or like horde mode, uh, and then they had more of the death match and a few other styles of gameplay as well. So I mean, they they right. did balance it out. Uh, and it's not just surviving. I mean, that was the only problem that I had with, with Mass Effect, though. It was only limited to just a survival base. You know, you have to make it a certain amount of uh, rounds, and then you win. Yeah. Uh, which... that, uh, that really was, I mean, you know, we did that with Gears, and we actually made it through the, all the waves, you know, a few times. And, uh, but again, it just it, it got boring after a while, you know? And a lot of the survival, you know, game modes to me i think honestly just they get boring really quick like the coolest part about maybe some of those is you know it unlocks all the shit that you normally wouldn't have had in the game yeah um, especially when you get into you know some of the more standard survival games or anything like that that they they open that shit up but otherwise it's always just it's just the same shit now here's the next wave here's the next wave okay all right get your ammo get everything else find your corner again and sit there yeah. That's all it is, and it, it does get to be just repetitive and boring. Like it, you know. So I, 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 
I'd like to see other game modes. I mean, for me, though, Deathmatch and Gears of War was, was the fucking most pointless goddamn thing I've ever played. Uh, I agree. You yeah. Literally, you die within about two seconds at the end of that one. But. Yeah, it, it just wasn't enjoyable for me. You know, and, and I consider myself a, a decent gamer, right? I mean, I... You know, yeah. I mean, I and I that, that for I'm me, like I can pick game, up on. Up. Yeah, I can jump into a game and probably pick up on it if I enjoy the game. If I don't give a fuck about it, I'm not going to take the time to to get into it or, or really try. Uh, but I mean, as far as it goes, yeah, Gears, I, I played and I was able to jump in fairly quickly and, and kind of hold my own. But uh, again, you know, when it, if it ever came to, I, I jumped into a couple deathmatch games and I literally was just. It just—it was just infuriating, you know. It's like you literally are shooting the shit out of these dudes, and it seems like you emptied fucking four clips into these assholes before they actually died. You're yep. like, what the fuck is the point? I mean, I just picked up ammo, and I'm already fucking out with one person. Yeah, exactly. That's why I never—I never liked it. It just or, was not. It got so frustrating to the point where I would shut it off mid-match yeah. and just and just stop. I'd turn off the system and go do something else because. I'd be afraid I'd throw my controller through the goddamn TV. What the, the fuck is the worst part? Every goddamn time you fucking... Uh, at least for me, how many fucking countless goddamn times like I try to sneak up on a dude and I try to use the fucking... Uh, the goddamn chainsaw on a motherfucker and next thing you know, the yes. dude's already... He's shredding through my ass. And I'm like, what the fuck? And yeah. it was so goddamn often, you know? <laughs> it was like, dude, I, that was one of the things I tried to do. Like, I would call duty. I would do that shit where I got... I was pretty. I wasn't the best player. I will never admit that with that game. Uh, I was decent, and I used to do that where I would challenge myself and just run through the map of the fucking, you know, with a, a, maybe a, a shotgun, but overall just knifing people like tat, you know, the fucking dual blades out and the throwing knives and everything, and just run around and try to cut as many motherfuckers up as I could. Right, but you got good enough to where you were comfortable with doing that, yeah. and you could execute those moves. In Gears of War, you didn't have time to be comfortable no, with it. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that, but that's what I wanted to do in Gears, was run around and start chopping dudes up with that chainsaw, and it barely fucking worked. Or that, or you you try to stand next to the dude, next thing you know, you're fucking swinging at nothing. You know, yeah. is for some reason, it doesn't connect on the fucking play. I, just little things like that that pissed me off. But, um... I, I don't have anything else as far as news. Is there anything that you wanted to go over in particular? We didn't have time to really go over our show notes uh, or share them today. Uh, oh, well, that's all right. It was kind of a it was a it was a quick one today, but um, um, no, I don't I don't have very much. I don't have anything to go over. The fact that goddamn my balls smell today, dude. Holy shit! I you know. I, I am a I'm a fat guy. I, I'll tell people that right off the bat, obviously you know that. And I pride myself on cleaning myself and make sure I don't stink. But goddamn when I got home today and I sat down right before the thing, I I almost fainted, man. My balls fucking smell. That's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad to know that. I just I I, I, I feel like my day is now there. complete to know that your balls stink. Um, that, that, that's, I'm just, I'm no homo, by the way. No homo. No homo. Um, oh, here's a quick one. I, I, and I, we didn't really talk about this at all. Uh, but it, I, this is just a, mo- a little movie news. And I'm fucking, I'm stoked. I'm so fucking stoked about this. Michael Keaton's coming back to play Beetlejuice too. 
I heard about this. Yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah, With mm-hmm. Tim Burton. Um, I don't like Tim Burton, but I love me some Beetlejuice, man. I, uh, well, I mean, I you really can't do. do Beetlejuice unless it's Tim Burton making the I know, I know, it, it, but still, it, I'm excited. Um, that just, I'm for me, really excited, yeah. That was a, that was, he seems like another guy that is doing role. I mean, number one, I'm sure he had a lot of fun with it, so he wants to do it again. Um, I, that was probably, I think. Not really in Michael Keaton's extent, but I, I was talking about this earlier. Earlier, uh, actually, in the little fuck off uh, uh, show that I did, um, there's uh, there's news that I caught on um, Kurt Russell. Uh, I guess you know because they're still rolling along with the Expendables movies right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Russell said that he would not do one of those movies. It's like why? Why Why do you need to make such a big goddamn deal about this? You know, I honestly think that, I mean, number one, you were Snake Plissken, you were the fucking one of the, you know, the, the, the big, you know, the, the, the heroes in The Thing, and he's had some, some legit action movie roles, and it's like, why would you want to spoil an opportunity to get involved and, and make your fans happy? I know, know exactly why. People to see why. you reprise an action role like that. They would love to see that, but I know exactly why he doesn't want to do it. Probably not. Because of fucking Stallone's ego. Oh, well. You know, but it seems like there's a lot of people that that are loving this whole movie, uh, the whole concept. I mean, you know, to see him and Schwarzenegger finally, you know, on screen together, and and Jean-Claude Van Damme, and uh, all these guys that have been coming into this movie, I I think really they need to stop looking at the whole ego bullshit and realize that fans would want to see this. I preach this all the time, especially with like you know Ghostbusters three, uh, when they've been they've been referring to this movie for God knows how long now, and it keeps being fucking tossed around because Bill Murray was in and then he was out, or then he or actually no, first he didn't want anything to do with it, and then he said he was going to do it, and then he backed out and doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I just it's like for me. And I know there's there's an argument to my my perspective here, and I'm not trying to discredit the guys, and th- that's really their career. They can do what the fuck they want. But again, I'm just I'm really tired of these guys, you know, putting down these roles or turning them away because of the fact that what it might be detrimental to your career or you know something along those lines but i think honestly if you did more to appease the fans like for instance uh um god damn it uh patrick stewart and for professor uh, professor x mm-hmm. he's he loves that role yes, I, I read an interview where he was like i would love to keep doing this as long as they'll allow me to do it I'm fucking stoked about that. And he was talking about, you know, I want to continue these movies. I want to see them move forward now that we're... And the one that I... This was an article I read, I think, way back uh, before even First Class happened that he was talking about this. And he goes, one of the movies that I would like to do or an angle in the X-Men universe is I'd like to take... uh, I'd like to take the movies and go into the Age of Apocalypse. And I fucking geeked when I read that. And it was like, oh my god, you know, this is the type of dude that could actually have the sway to hopefully pull that together or convince enough people to say, we need to do this movie and then listen. Yep. And it sounds like now somebody has, and they're actually going to do an Age of Apocalypse movie or, or you know, with Apocalypse. I'm, that one I'm stoked about. I'm stoked about the X-Men movie too, but uh, definitely Apocalypse, dude. That, that That's fucking awesome. 
Thank you. you give a sh- I, I honestly, I, I love that story more than I give a fuck about uh, the goddamn Phoenix Saga and how they, they pretty much, I mean, it's, it's overplayed. I've seen that, that story so many times now, it, it got boring. But I just hope to God that these next X-Men movies really pick up and do some justice because... Fuck! I'm so tired of them, re- you know, making retarded decisions like killing off Professor X in X3, that bastardized movie. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, I mean, they they've already um, they've already confirmed that the Age of Apocalypse is happening. So yes, I know I that. Mean, that's yeah, that's that's all in the works. But um, I mean, you know, Kurt Russell. He's a film icon, okay? You know, once you, once you have been picked for Snake Plissken and have been asked to do a new Escape from L.A. or he's the remake to, of... He's not, no, he's not being asked to re- remake it. They're just No, he wasn't asked to be remake it. What I was going to say is he's been asked to do sequels of it, and he's turned them down because oh, he doesn't sure. want the character of Snake Plissken to be... You know, he's seen the scripts that they come out for a fucking piece of shit that it probably would be. Well, and I mean, he doesn't if want you to wanna, If character. you want to say it in that way, Escape from L.A. was bordering that, too. Uh, you know, but I loved it, though. He was awesome as, as in that role. I mean, Escape from New York will always be the best one. Always, always, always. Oh, yeah. But Escape from L.A., I thought it was, I thought it was actually kind of cool. I mean, it was that futuristic-ish, you know, we're all fucked, let's all fuck together kind of thing. It, yeah, but, it, it was um, a fun this, movie. Yeah, at the same time, he, I'm sure, and, and I'm, I'm telling you, this has got to be what it is. He knows the fact that, yes, there are a lot of egos on that set for the Expendables movies. You've got almost every major action film star from the past 20 years in that fucking movie, in yeah. those movies in general. And one of the things that people have said about working with Sly Stallone is that he is the worst person to act with. Um, you, they they actually have confirmed that he will not let any of any of the people on set look him in the fucking eye. Like the only, I'm I'm not joking about this. You guys, everybody out there listening, can Google this. They can go on any movie blog and look this up. It is fucking true. Every, all the extras and everything are told not to look him directly in the eyes, or he will fucking go off on them. Some of the directors that he's worked with can't even look him straight in the eye because he'll he'll yell at him. He'll, he'll pull a Christian Bale on him in an instant. <laughs> it's, I've it's heard uh, ridiculous. another he's, one that's like that is uh, James Cameron. So yeah, he's, I've heard because that of, about he, t- too, he yeah. run, runs a very I guess very tight tight ship and uh, is very quick to snap if you don't because uh, he expects even like his actors to be on point. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that I don't know. I mean, I know he's got the money to, to do that type of shit. Uh, but I mean, again, I, I, I mean, I, you know, like I, again, I, I can't disagree. Obviously, it's true. I mean, but again, I just see certain actors and so forth, and, and uh, maybe that's absolutely the case. And Kurt Russell's like, no, fuck that. He's too much of a pain in the ass. But I yeah. can only imagine that uh, Stallone would have to change his ways a little bit, especially when you have such a big movie like this that you have to suck it up because he's got to kiss ass to get these guys involved in the show so yeah I, I, I mean I could see it I mean it could be back and forth I, I, I so yeah I mean it could be Stallone uh, or it could be more of these actors with a little bit of an ego saying nah you know it's just not really my thing right now oh, fuck you 
you know, swallow your fucking pride for the people that are going to be buying the tickets to see this fucking movie. I think that's that's really the the part that I think infuriates me when it comes to certain roles. And I know there's more to it. And me and you know, me, me and Morgan have had this discussion before. And she always, you know, she's the uh, the opposite side, at least just to to rebuttal a defense to, to some extent. She doesn't really back them up, but. I get, you know, certain aspects, but it, again, for me as a fan, I honestly think that, you know what, if people are so stoked about something like this happening, appease the fans, because those are the ones that are really going to put money in your pocket. And Agreed, yeah. I, I'm sure the argument is, well, they've made plenty of money. They don't need to worry about making money off of this movie, or this could possibly kill their career. Well, I'm sorry, but Bill Murray doesn't really have much of a fucking career anymore. He's an epic guy. I think he's hilarious. Don't get me wrong, but uh, all those fucking corny ass like comedies that he was doing for a while were shit. Personally, uh, Lost in Translation and the Royal Tenenbaums and Steve Zizou Aquatic Life bullshit. It was so fucking dry humored. Like, it, it literally, it was like ass cheese to me. It, it has no appeal whatsoever. <laughs> it was nothing ass worth cheese. a fuck about that those goddamn movies. They were so boring. Yeah, and not I to mention, wholeheartedly agree. They had yeah. to, especially Life Aquatic is written by the same fuckhead that did like the the Royal Tenenbaums and. Literally, it, it's it's fucking. It, to, it's those are they're not comedies. They're not funny. They're not entertaining. And I know some people are like, "Oh, those are the most amazing shows ever." I, I personally disagree. It, I, wow, I said disagree. Uh, <laughs> I I disagree. It, those movies are so fucking bad. Yeah, I, I yeah, would fuck a herpy rash would be more entertaining than that. Oof. Ooh, that it's just dry. Ooh, that Humor is all I get yeah, from it. It's, it's, it's worse than it's worse than like the worst British humor to me because it just oh, seems like a bunch of like very depressing dipshits is trying to all act like they're funny and they're not. It's funny that you bring up the British humor because that's the point that I was going to make too. Is that the, those movies, especially Lost in Translation, you know, I I maybe got twenty minutes to that movie and I shut it off. I, I was just I was so done with it because it was the writing in it I thought was terrible, but it was all those British writers that were in it and they were trying to they're trying to mimic that dark dry humor that they think is going to take off when it doesn't it's man not it's not the same because no. british people have a snarkiness about them when they with that type of humor i mean you know i, I really don't have too many examples but i mean monty python there was a there definitely was a very there it just tends to be that a lot with uh with with british comedians or just those type of you know <clears throat> oh excuse me uh, those types of shows but again i i just i i really don't see any of that in there like i don't it's not it doesn't work but i mean again they're british it that it creates that snarkiness where when you do it with just an american actor um like the one uh one dude that i think he was in uh he was the the main boss or whatever in uh uh fucking hell that's what happens when you're not prepared and you're just kind of going off the fly up scott pilgrim you know there's the the little the, the the guy who's like the big dude you're at the, at the very end of the movie 
Um, he's been in a lot of those movies. Oh, uh, Jason Schwartzman. Yes, Jason. He's he's another one that more or less has been in quite a few of those movies. Or at least he's been. I know he's been attached to at least one of them. And he just when those type of movies happen, I'm sorry, but when it's just an American person with an American accent trying to do those fucking comedies, you literally just sound like a pretentious, dry humored fucking retard. And yeah. it's it's there's no entertainment value at all in that. It's it literally it's like I feel like I would rather just fucking go to a coffee shop and listen to fucking hipsters talk for you know an hour and a half. I would probably it would be about the same. Fucking uh, so I, I just I really again though I I want to see these a lot of these good actors that are like you know turning down these roles or no I don't want to do it or fuck off you know what especially it's like you know dickhead take five minutes to go on the internet and see the fact that you literally have people drooling over the fact that you might are rumored to play a character and then you're like no I don't think it's the right right direction for my career fuck you. Yeah, Bitch, you're right. probably going to make more than enough money if you rode with it. But no, instead you you're so worried about being Mr. Fucking artsy, you know, actor dick, and you you more or less you probably have shattered the the hopes of a lot of people out there that would love to see something like that happen. And I know there's countless examples of that. Uh, how many fucking times, you know? Um, I think probably, you know, that, that that there's been these movies that have been plotted out or this big talk about it, but then the, the one actor that you were hoping might have played it didn't happen. Uh, I had that just recently, personally. A different story. It has nothing to do with a celebrity or, you know, one of these actors uh, being pricks about it, but uh, the, the, whole, the whole pick over Bat, uh, with uh, the new Batman is Ben Affleck. I was actually disappointed Personally, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it now because I'm 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 hoping to see I, I'm I'm seeing the, the possibility of him playing a, a good older uh, Batman slash Bruce Wayne. But one of the guys that wanted to get involved in the movie and wanted to do Batman uh, was one of the main guys from uh, Spartacus. Uh, I don't remember his oh. name. Like Liam something or another. Liam McGallagher, I think, or, or Gallagher, something like that. Or anyway, uh, he was. There was an interview with him, and he more or less was like raising his. Like, it, was, it was like the excited kid in class, fucking raising his, raising his hand and waving his fucking arm around everywhere, hoping to God because they're like, all right, we need to find new Batman, and he was me, 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 me instantly, and he was completely disregarded. He was a, I guess, a giant Batman geek. He loved Batman, and he had a very deep uh, voice for it. Um, you know, he's a, a, a strong guy. You know, obviously from doing the the Spartacus roles. You know, they they're toned out and everything. He, he, he literally was, I think, like a, a dark blonde hair color. Easily you could color his fucking hair. This guy would have been the perfect. He's a handsome guy too. I'm, you know, I'm not gonna. To say that you know, there's not, not not afraid to say that about this dude. He's a handsome guy in a sense of you know what I mean. Like the dude could have pulled off that role. Bruce Wayne is supposed to be a a handsome guy, and he could have pulled it off perfectly. And not to mention how big of a fan he was, or how big of a fan he is uh, with you know for uh, you know about Batman. It, it, you it's it's like a no brainer. 
and the guy, you know, he's he's a good obviously he's he's a good actor. He's getting notified, you know, he's a main fucking character in, in a goddamn successful TV show. Uh, why the fuck not? But it, I mean, instead they they hand it off to to Ben Affleck, which I mean, again, I'm not really complaining. I just. I'm a little bummed that I think, you know, sometimes there's opportunities that are great opportunities that are missed for, uh, I think, sometimes a, a much harder to reach possibility. Because, again, Ben Affleck is a very, it's, it's, it's up in the air. There's a lot of people that are still obviously opposed to him being Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> whereas, you know, this guy, I think he would have filled the shoes perfectly. Uh, I mean, he was a British guy. He had some sort of an accent to him, but, you know, you could see him getting directly, you know, he could probably pull off the American accent, no problem, and sound like a, a perfect fucking, you know, Batman. He had the right voice for it, where I, I hear, you know, Batman had a deep tone to him. It was a very authoritative voice, you know, especially when I, how I remember the the voice overall, is the to be that deeper voice, you know, especially uh, the gentleman who, who did his voice in uh, the animated series most of the time, and I think the video games as well, you know. Um, he, he's always done a great job, great voice for it. I think they need to fill those shoes, whereas now you have Ben Affleck who has a much raspier voice. There's really not as much bass, uh, which I think is, is, a, is, a, is a, uh, an important factor to the character as well. You know who I would have loved to have seen play Batman, and unfortunately, God rest his soul, he's no longer with us. Which uh, is that? Andy Whitfield. I don't know that one. Andy Whitfield, um, the the original uh, the the guy who played Spartacus in the original Spartacus. Oh, you know what? I I I never followed the show that much. I just literally I was passing. Uh, I, I was going through. You know. I think uh, comic movie news, and uh, and stumbled across this guy saying he he would he would love the role of Batman. And when I, I watched the interview, and I was like, wow, you know, and he, he explained his, his situation. I was like, fuck yeah. So that was, but I've never really watched the show. Um, I've been, you know, obviously that that's one I've been wanting to watch. There's so many that I'm like, you know, I've rather been told you have to watch it or ones that I just, I, I want to watch. Uh, you know, I've got a friend of mine who keeps telling me I need to go and watch the, the Entourage show. Uh, I, I still have not watched anything from Entourage. Uh, Spartacus is one that my, my, my dad, you know, was telling me I, I should watch. He said I'd, I'd enjoy it. I'm like, all right, cool. And I, I just haven't had a chance to. There's a lot of shows like that. Um, so hopefully I'll catch up with some of these. But um, mm. now I've, I've, I'm definitely, I think my mission now is to, to start watching Archer. Uh, I have more seasons to watch now, so I'm, I'm stoked about that. <laughs> 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 Well, do you have anything else you'd like to uh, follow up with? Uh, anything else in particular? Any rants that you want to go off on? Because now's your time. I'm I'm good for right now, man. Oh. I'm good. Yeah, I'm ready to just settle for shit. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> Passive motherfucker. He's like, no, I don't have to gripe about anything. Life is, in the life is, here, life is great for me, even though it's cold out there and blah, blah, blah. And I know I'm just going to have to go back into a fucking janitor closet tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, all right. Well, I mean... Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I really don't have anything else. I know I've kind of stumbled my way through a part of the show today, uh, but again, 
I don't give a shit. I've never been professionally trained in any of this, and I'm doing it anyway. So fuck your I. life. Let's, let's, let's make sure we, we get that all straight. Neither have I. Damn right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you again, everybody, for, for listening. And again, uh, we will, uh, I think, probably do our next show possibly this weekend. Um, so until then, much love, y'all. Casper. And I'm Frankie. Motherfuckers. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace out, bitches.